like it's another magical Northwest Sunday and shit. <laughs> Welcome to Panther Politics Podcast. I am Seven the Panther, aka the Carolina Hurricane, Ridiculous Slang, aka your baby mama's favorite rapper, aka a whole lot of other things that you should not spill unless your knuckle game ill. You heard me. And of course, I got my brothers in the building. Uh, well, we're not in the same building, but y'all know what I mean. Shit. <laughs> from the uh, from the sunny and sunny state of California, even mad assassin. What's good, brother? Hey man, Mr. Bare Hands, Mr. Bare Hands himself. I don't know. You seem a little, little. You good, bro? I mean, I don't feel well, but I mean, again, this is my demeanor every time. You can go back and look at him. That's what it is. I could, I'm not a morning guy, bro. I feel it. I mean, yeah, I know, I know that. I mean, you know, just hey, brother, check in real quick. You know how that goes. Shit, just making sure ain't no <laughs> thing. And right, and of course, right here in the beautifully rainy sometimes. Most of the time, state of Washington with me is Mojo Barnes. What's good, Mojo? Cheers. Cheers. Is that actually coffee in that cup? Or you got like some uh, Ice House or Pabst Blue Ribbon or something? No, no. <laughs> it is actually coffee. It's it's um cold brew. I love the coffee. Cold, cold brew. Yep. Hmm. Not the now, type see, of brew I wish I had, but you know. So that's you know. that's. That's cold coffee, right? Yeah. So the version that would be hot is just cold. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's pre-made, so that way, you know, I don't got to struggle trying to figure out how I'm going to, you know, actually make some hot coffee. So it's bottled (laughs) and ready to go for me. You're a beast. Got to do what you got to (laughs) do. I just, you know what? I always wondered about the whole iced coffee thing because I was like I mean I like coffee and I like cold drinks I'm not sure if I want my coffee to have ice in it though that's kind of odd but I don't know like I it, mm, I don't know and actually my coffee addiction started late in life and it was wild like most people I know to drink coffee been drinking it for a really long time but like I probably didn't even really start drinking coffee until I was like 30 you know what I'm saying like I went to this um I went to this little seminar thing they was having in Charlotte. And they was talking about this uh, business opportunity. So I was like, hey, it was a bunch of black people. So I was like, let me go see what's going on. So I go down and it's uh, this company called Organo Gold. They do uh, what is supposed to be healthy coffee. It's got uh, this mushroom in it uh, from, from Asian mushroom, Ganoderma. It's supposed to be this amazing thing, blah, 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 blah. So I drank, started drinking coffee there um, just because I wanted to taste the product. You know what I'm saying? And I realized... Man, I actually kind of like this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So after that, it just kind of became an everyday thing. So now you'd be hard-pressed to find me a day anywhere that I haven't had coffee. Because usually if I haven't had coffee, I'm not a very kind person to be around. So, um, yeah, that's just wild. But uh, you've been drinking coffee a long time. Do you even drink coffee? No, I think it's disgusting. And I, and I, and I kind of don't, and I don't understand the addiction to it. <laughs> I can put it to you in possibly in terms you can understand. Mm-hmm. It's literally just the energy boost from the caffeine. Because when, yeah. you know, I don't know if you drink energy drinks, anything like that, that would provide you with any extra. Okay. Yeah, it's it's literally just the energy boost. Because we're all sluggish as fuck in the morning. None mm-hmm. of us want to be up. None of us want to have to deal with people we don't want to deal with and shit. And so when we have coffee, it's like, okay, well, I, I've got now this extra boost. But as far as like taste is concerned, you got to really doctor it up because you be drinking it black. That's that's where the real you know <laughs> being a beast comes into play because that shit tastes yeah. terrible. Yeah, you know, I don't. 
that's just crazy to me. I think it stinks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... <laughs> he's just an all around copy hater. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, it's 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 a couple of things. You know what I'm saying? I used to work with this cat. All he drank was coffee all day, mm-hmm. like all day. Yeah, like his only beverage. All day, and you could always tell when this motherfucker was in the in the in the employee bathroom. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. It's got its yeah, pros and cons. It's like nah, like I don't even understand that. Yeah. I think he's overdoing it though. Like me, if I'm doing coffee, I'll probably do it maybe once or twice a day. Um, you know, if I can help it, but usually I won't go. I mean, I, I won't have coffee for like weeks. Okay. So I got a question. So how seven said he not easy to deal with if he don't have it. Are you cranky without it? Mm, I'm cranky with and without it. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a difference though. There, yeah, no, there's more of a difference. Not it, not well, yeah. I'm I'm a little bit more easygoing when I've had coffee, you know, because I, I can feel a little bit more focused. And like I said, I feel a little bit more um, you know, ready for the day. Um, instead of constantly feeling like I wish that I was just at home sleep. When the energy starts to kick in, it's like, all right, I can tackle this. And so I put on my my uh my customer service personality and and just navigate. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah, I actually, I actually have learned to um enjoy the. I mean, I don't like, I, I can't drink it black. Yo, I, I've tried it like in a in a pinch in a really bad situation I had to before, and and I just was like, look, I just need to, I just need to boost right now. So I just chugged it really fast, like as fast as I could with it being hot. You know, I was like, mad shots, but like. Overall, I don't think I don't think I um because every time I get anytime I get caught like even when I get my Jones in the morning like it's caramel. You know what I'm saying? All the all the all the flash shit. So I don't really I don't know how people drink black coffee. I think that they are psychopaths personally, but you know, I mean that's just my personal opinion. I think some of these niggas might be undercover BTK or some shit like that. So I don't know, man. That's wild shit. <laughs> coffee addicts, you guys are assholes to be around. I just want you to know that. You motherfuckers is worse than cigarette smokers. Wait a minute. I drink coffee and smoke cigarettes. E, that's fucked yeah. up, man. <laughs> hey man. You ain't never said you had a problem being around me, so I mean, you ain't never acted like what I'm talking about. <laughs> no doubt, because he mixes no it together. Yeah, like like you be around a motherfucker. Like, I mean, I can't, I can't do this. I can't. I, I need my car. and you. Yeah, you that type of shit. Crazy. But chasing behind this motherfucker, like to understand, like going to it with a motherfucker, and you the one who don't drink coffee, and he does, and he got the habit. Oh no. And and you in the wrong. Got the habit. And you're in a city somewhere where they, they don't know where to get this shit. You, it's a fucking nuisance, man. Yeah, don't, don't. I'm talking about you. <laughs> it's just ridiculous, man. That's just crazy. It's like, God damn. Yeah, I, I'm not that bad, yo. Like, it, I can, um, I normally can get, uh, like, case in point, yesterday morning I had to do something. I got up, when did it. I didn't get coffee until after the fact. But it was just, it was a simple matter of, okay, if I have time, I'll get it. If I don't, it's not going to kill me. I can go do whatever I got to do and get it later. Like it's all good. I have seen people who literally cannot. It's like they can't even put the key in the ignition of their car to get their day started without it. That's um, what I'm, motherfuckers get on my nerves. <laughs> them, 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 and people who can't live without smoking weed. It's like, come on, bro. Like, goddamn. Like, bro, you ever been? Let me ask both of y'all because we all rap. Y'all ever been in a studio session with somebody? And they act like they gotta have a weed before they can rap, like before they can write, before they can get in the booth, before anything. I hate these weed as a crutch ass rap niggas. I can't stand them. 
or whatever the, whatever the substance is, I hate it. Yeah, well, I, 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 I got to get in the box. Like, no, I had, I had an experience one time, and this was like before I was smoking weed, and I was really, really focused on like, I need to be the best at everything that I do. This dude's like, let's work on something. I'm like, okay, cool. And so then he's like, uh, let's write or something like that, but I need to hit the weed first. And I said, okay. He said, or no, he said, like, we got to hit the weed. I said, no, we don't. Or something like that. So that's my, that's been my only experience with anybody who was like, I need to hit the weed. Anybody else, I'm already hitting the weed. So I've been in a studio session where the engineer that told me he couldn't mix my song until he went outside and hit the weed. And I was like, how do you do left. your job? Out of left. Out of left. How do you do your job? Why? Oh, I didn't. No, I didn't leave. He didn't go outside and smoke. Neither nigga, do that shit right now. <laughs> I don't left. Fuck that. What's what? I, mean, I already did the work, so I'm like, hey, is it like a, is and it like a time it. thing? Is it? It's like you know, you guys are spending time on this project, and so now you're about to go waste it just to go get high and come back and work on it. Is that the problem with it? Nah, the problem for me is if I came in here to record this, and I, I literally only came to record this one song. I'm done doing what I needed to do. I just need a song and I can leave your presence completely. I don't have to be around yeah. you no more. I won't impede your weed smoking. You can go get high as you fucking want. I don't care. But while I'm here and I'm paying for your time, nigga, do the yeah, work the and then I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. That's my point. Other than that, I'm, I'm gonna leave. Gotta do what? I'm, I'm out. What if it, I mean, it would the would the opinion be different if, you know, it wasn't something that you were paying for and you weren't, you know, like it wasn't a scheduled thing. You guys are just kicking it in the studio. Engineers like, I got to go, you know, take a smoke break. I'm about to go hit this weed. I can't get started on this. If it's like your homeboy, does that change things? If it's my homeboy, we probably smoking together. So that's that's a different situation. But I mean, like, but if it's, if it's not the homie, even if I'm not paying you, time is money. And how you know I ain't got other shit to do? Like, Right. Come on, man. Just give me my shit and I'll go. Then you can, like I said, if you ain't got nobody else lined up after me, you can smoke till your brain fall out your ears. I don't care. But if yeah. I'm here and I'm here to work, give me my shit so I can go. Like, I got other things to do. <laughs> like, it's like you said, if we just kicking it, we just kicking it. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm there to do the work, I want to get the work the fuck out the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, because cause I'm there not smoking to do the work. Yeah. Right. You understand? Like, I'm not going to be smoking or drinking before I do the work. Once it's done, okay, cool. Let's party. Let's celebrate, right. <laughs> but even still, though, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm back paying for the time, if I'm paying for the time, I don't want you getting fucked up during the time. Get the job done. <laughs> that part. Yeah. Get the fucking job done, bro. Like, nah, I ain't with that shit. Everything else can be, everything else can be, um, to me, everything else is periphery, periphery at that point. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, okay, yeah, I want to do A, B, and C. You think I don't want to smoke while I'm in here? I've been thinking about it the whole time I've been in here. But the whole thing is, I got a job to do. And I know that I'm better at, at doing this job the way it's supposed to be done when I'm not high. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, it does, Smoking affects my voice. I might have to <clears throat> clear my throat a couple extra times. Now now I'm back, now I'm backing up the prog progress of the, pro of the situation. Or... You know what I'm saying? Now my throat all dry. I got to keep stopping to drink water or whatever the fuck case may be. Whatever it is, I don't bring that to the situation because I don't want to be the hold up. You know what I'm saying? I don't smoke before I go on stage. I don't smoke in the studio. None of that shit. Because I don't ever want me having to smoke weed to be the hold up for some shit happening. 
I can do that shit later. I got a crib. I go home and smoke till my fucking head fall off. I live in Washington. Fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, like, I don't care what it is. Like, I knew a dude who this nigga used to have to smoke a cigarette right before we go on stage. Like, they be calling our name. This nigga's lighting what up. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, that's that's a, an issue with you know, professionalism at that point. Yeah, like, that, but that's what I mean. You know, like, like to me, yeah. all of that same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, motherfucker, you know what it is. Like you said, time is money, man. Time you can't get back time, man. People waste a lot of it. Speaking of time, big shout out to BG getting on. Hey, salute <laughs> to BG. No, that nice segue, brother. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> BG, hey, hey, BG came home, man. He um, a bird man laced him up, and I, and that's what you're supposed to do for your people when they come home, man. If you if you in the position to do so, you know what I'm saying, um. Oh, oh, oh! So Birdman apparently gave him a milli for every year he was in. Um, he was in for twelve in his last stretch. He gave him twelve million when he came home. So like, that twelve years seemed a whole lot longer, man. Like, and, and I mean, for him, it probably seemed a whole lot longer than it seemed to everybody else. But it just seems like, and this just could just be in my mind, but it just seems like the passage of time is a different thing now. Like, it's, it doesn't feel the same. Like, it feels like time is moving really, really fast. So like. That 12 years, because of the way time is moving, it's weird because it feels like time is moving fast, but it also elongates certain things. So that 12 years felt like 20 years, even though time out here was moving really fast because you're not here to be a present part of the way the matrix is moving. You know what I'm saying? So now everything feels really, really separated. So like, enough respect to him. And he's the reason why I even gave Cash Money a shot, honestly. Um He's the reason why. So, like, yeah, no respect to him. BG always been a real one, but he's also always had demons. I hope that this is an opportunity to come home and um exercise those. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. BG. As my name is Manny Fresh that got you in the big timers. I don't fuck with big timers. <laughs> Matter of fact, when it comes to cash money, I, I really uh, until um later in Wayne's run. I mean, I still ain't the biggest Wayne fan in the world, but, like, I fuck with him a little. I, I, you know what I'm saying? He okay. Um, Juvie and BG, the only two people I really fucked with over there. Like, um, yeah. And I, I mainly only fuck with BG because I... And he'll tell you the same. I'm, I'm, Mojo, I'm sure you know, too, that we've talked about it before. When you hear somebody talk about something in, in music, um, it's almost like when you're watching a movie. You could tell when somebody's playing a role or if they're simply being themselves. If you see somebody do the same thing in five different movies, even though they're supposed to be different people, they're literally just being themselves. That's it. Not sure why y'all call this acting. He's just being him because he's always this person. I feel like certain certain artists, I can tell that there's no script that they're reading from. This is just who I am. And that's why I rap about this. That's why I talk about this. The way I care, that's the reason I carry myself this way. Because this is who I am. It's not an act that I'm putting on. I always got that feeling from him. So I got a certain respect for authentic niggas. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I got big love for BG. But like, um, if you observe something long enough, you start to see the, the, the chinks in the armor of anything. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I hadn't heard that he had a drug problem at first, but I just started noticing things were kind of weird. Some of the things that I was hearing about when he was on the road and all this other shit. So then when I started asking for clarification, that's when I was, oh, well, you know, he got, he kind of got a problem. You know what I'm saying? He, he's, he has an addiction. Oh, 
That's what it is. Okay. Got you. But that doesn't cha- that don't change the degree of your authenticity because you're an addict. That's authentic too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. I fuck with dude though. Most definitely. I'm glad to see anybody come home out of there. Um wait, not anybody. I take that back. But yeah. <laughs> I take that back, my man. You said what? The congratulations, welcome home. No doubt. No doubt. Absolutely. Man, that that's uh twelve years is a long time, bro. Twelve years is a long time. My dude used to tell me 12 minutes too long to be in jail, nigga. I'm like, you talk, you ain't never been there, nigga. You talking to a motherfucker that know 12 minutes is too long. Shit. Oh, that's what I want. I wanted to talk. Uh, you, you shared some shit on Instagram that had me all giddy sitting in my seat at work. So I definitely wanted to um, talk to you about that because I know you mentioned it last week on the pod. But um, how was the Force Tour show? Oh, that shit was fucking amazing. <laughs> no doubt. Force Tour was amazing. Um, and I was laughing to myself. I was like, yeah, seven's an idiot. <laughs> Yo, so so let me let me say this. Um, the force tour, LL Cool J and the Roots. You young niggas do not know how to perform. That's it. That's it. I don't know how to perform, man. All right, so let me let me give you a little little back little backstory. So cat I went to high school with for a couple of years. He happens to be uh, Questlove's personal physical therapist. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I never thought about this shit beforehand, but it makes perfect sense. You know, Questlove is the drummer, but he's the leader of the roots. So he's constantly drumming. So the show itself is three hours long. So Quest, Quest is drumming for three hours straight every night. So, so he needs some kind of special therapy and shit. You know what I'm saying? So so that's what my man provides. That's his expertise. But so I got the privilege of being backstage and meeting the Roots and meeting LL Cool J and meeting uh, Jazzy Jeff and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit was dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? The Roots got me fucked up. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, you know, I'm in the VIP area. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ice-T perform. Okay, okay. So how, how I got to run it down? Um, Roots come out. They bring out uh, LL Cool J. Um, you know, he does, does some songs or whatever. And the mind, like I said, the Roots Band is playing the whole time. So now you got special guests that you don't know who is popping up. So the first special guest that popped up was Salt and Pepper. Wow. I thought that was amazing. Um, then after that, uh, I want to say they leave the stage, you know what I'm saying? Roots come, you know, Black Thought comes back out. He's doing what he's doing. Brings LL back out. Um LL does some songs, then he brings out another surprise guest, Chuck D. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm. So then, you know, it's a little break where the Roots is just doing it. Um, then the next guest who's on the tour is Ice-T, the original gangster. Um, so that shit was fire, and it was real fire because I was actually next to Darlene the entire fucking show. And, um, if, you go, if you go to her IG... She actually just posted the pictures yesterday. I'm actually in the background of her taking a picture with Chuck D. It's crazy. It's just, it's weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, somebody had to tell me about it. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, whatever. But like I said, she was right there the whole time. Whipping her hair in my face and shit. I was getting upset. It was... <laughs> um, then, seventh part of the show starts. Rakim comes out. Um, 
just, you know, he just does what he does. It was really dope to see. I've seen Rakim in way smaller venues, not one this big. So it was really dope to see a venue this huge show him that kind of love, you know, especially with who he is and the way he the way he carries himself on stage. He's not energetic. He's very cool. He's laid back as fuck. But then after that, um, you know, obviously LL comes back out in those wardrobe chains. Then it gets into the sexy part of the show and his roots and everything. So I, I give you all of that to say this shit. You young niggas don't know how to perform. And I say that because, like I just told you, I was backstage when I met LL. So I'm going to tell y'all some funny shit. <laughs> tell you some funny shit. We back there just chilling, smoking and drinking. The nigga LL comes in and he has on a t-shirt, just some wrinkled shit, but he's drenched in sweat. Now I've been backstage getting the high so long. I'm like, wait a minute. Did we miss this nigga? Like, hold up. What the fuck happened? Nah, he just got finished working out. So he could go on stage. Okay? Understand that. Understand that. All right? So I say that to say this. This motherfucker gets on stage. He did I'm Bad, right? It was I'm Bad. He did I'm Bad. The whole first verse, he jumped up and down. The whole first verse. He jumped up and down rapping the song. Try it. You can't do it. No, I can't. Yeah, I can't go it. no longer than six bars doing that. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. He jumped up and down. Most I mean, like, much that shit. he was jumping. I was just standing there like, what the fuck? And then he did it during Headsprung, which is an even more up-tempo song. Yeah. He did it during Headsprung, jumping up and down. I'm like, what the fuck is this motherfucker on? Now, mind you, the whole point of me saying I met him and I saw him do this is this. This nigga gotta be about 6'3", 250 pounds, solid. Solid, solid, and jumping up and down. Hats off, bro. For real, that nigga fifty six years old or some shit like that. Hats yeah, off. Real talk. Real you know fifty six years old. Oh, and so then Chuck D, who was maybe sixty plus, mm -hmm. he got some jump up and down in him too. You oh know? man, yeah. You know what I mean? So like, That's this bro like these little dudes got a lot to learn man you know it, it was a clinic man it was a performance clinic force was dope and, and let me tell you what's even more fucked up about that right so Chuck D is 63 years old it is like I said and I watched that man jump up and down doing fight the power I watched him jump up and down doing black still the chaos black still in chaos like I was like holy shit but so the force to of course like these these guys are legends and they've been around 30 years, you know, 40 years, right? The Charlotte show, did you hear about what happened last night? Mm -mm. They brought out De La Soul. They brought out Juvenile. They brought out David Banner. What? I'm leaving somebody out. I'm leaving somebody out. Get down on the floor. Uh, uh, yeah, De La Soul. <laughs> David Banner, Juvenile. Fuck, there's one more person, man. I, I can't, but that's the dope Oh, man. Comes to your city, man. Go to that shit. There's no telling who else they're going to bring out on some special guest shit. Yo, I, I'm not even going to front. I, um, I was watching the uh watching the, the just the videos that you posted, and then I started looking at, you know, looking up some other uh footage. 
mm-hmm. that, I, that people had taken from the show. And I was like, man, this looks really dope. This looks really dope. And I mean, mind you, despite my, again, <laughs> just to retread real quick, despite my uh, campaign that I've been on, I, I never take away from, you know, I, I've seen LL Live, I think, once. Um, it was a while back, but I, I'm like, even then I was I was like, yo, this is this is cool. Like, because a lot of famous niggas don't know how to put on a show. You know what I'm saying? He, he did really good. And I was like, yo, that was dope. You know what I'm saying? Despite however I may feel on the, on the other tip, that was dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a real enough person to, to, to recognize that. So, yeah, I was watching the shit and I was like, yo, he really looks like he's putting on a clinic right now. This is dope. And then um, with the roots, I mean, I've done shows with them. So I know like that's I know what's coming. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers are incredible. Um, man, so, that shit was dope, man. It was just dope. Like, Again, it's a live band. So I saw, so again, um, you know, Mojo, I don't know if you're really in tune with this campaign that is going on online and a lot of, with a lot of underground MCs about don't rap over vocals. Like it's a big oh, thing. Yeah. No, I, I thoroughly participate in that anytime that I can. <laughs> so you see the memes and all that shit and yeah. everybody's yeah, right. right. So, so somebody I know, well, not I know, I don't want to say that, but somebody I'm familiar with on Facebook made the statement and it wasn't who it isn't the the champion of the shit it wasn't Marcel he didn't put the shit up but I think I think he chimed in with the shit or something like that but somebody says yo I saw footage of the force tour from last night please don't tell me LL was rapping over his vocals Ooh. I was at the show brother <laughs> I was at the show I'm like that's not what happened. What you heard so far as background vocals was Black Thought rapping the songs along with the motherfuckers. That's what you heard. I said if you if you if you actually know shows and, and get out your your leader's hip hop bag, you'll understand. If you see a motherfucker with in ears on, guess what he's doing? Not rapping over vocals, bro. He's not. You know what I'm saying? LL had his in ears on, Black Thought in ears on, and it's a live fucking band. Where the vocals gonna play from? Where they gonna time the acapella up to drop when the when the band hit and fuck out of here, man. It's it's too much um too much spontaneity involved when a band is playing for you to even attempt to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the thing I've always loved about watching the Roots perform is in the middle of doing one of their songs, the the band will just start playing a whole different beat and Black Thought will just keep going. Like it's the whole same song. They just switch the beat now. They playing whatever the fuck they want and he just going. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm glad you said that. So in tribute. So you know the, the roots are known for, for for doing like not obviously their own hits, but they'll rap other people's songs too, like on some you know no single. Right? They got LL, they got LL in on that. This motherfucker did the freaks come out at night by Houdini. Nice. <laughs> Shit was fire, yo. So it's fire. Like like I don't even, you know, I don't even like to get into this kind of name dropping type of shit, right? But like again, like I told you, Darlene was like in front of me the whole time. So like Ice T is like maybe five feet to my left. The entire show up until it's time for him to perform. Here for Kid and Play is beside me with Russell Peters. And this motherfucker is dancing and he on something. I don't know what the fuck he was on, but he was on something. But he dancing, he punching motherfuckers and shit and singing <laughs> all the Queen Latifah and Tiffany Haddish is dancing together and shit. Queen Latifah feet had to hurt. I promise you. That woman danced and rapped every word the entire show. The entire show. It was a beautiful thing, man. It was a beautiful thing. Wow. I really wish I could have been there for that. 
Me too. Yeah. That's the one. Got to see what that other artist was that I'm leaving out. <laughs> hey, I was about to look it up, but I I I didn't want to keep looking down at my shit while I was, you know, what I'm saying like, <laughs> but um, man, yeah, like that's, and you know the the one thing I the one thing I'll say is the one thing that I'm most jealous of right now out of this entire experience that you're speaking on is mm-hmm. that this is going to sound crazy when I say it. I've never seen Rakim live before. Mm. Never. I've never seen Rakim. That's my favorite rapper ever, and I've mm. never seen him live. Um, Respectfully, you fucking up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the last time, I was going to go see him when he came to Seattle, but they ended up canceling the show because he broke his foot. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in there. Finally, I'm going to go get to see him. And then they had to cancel the show. So I was like, fuck, all right, well. He broke his foot that day? No, no, no. It happened. It happened. No, the Seattle date was going to be like a week later. He broke his foot prior to that. So they canceled like three or four different shows that was coming to give him time to heal up. So, yeah. No, I'm being facetious about that because Rakim don't really need that other foot. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Was, I know really the same. Yeah, no, nah, he, he really. Saying. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know. But he, I, he's I, dope, man. Like, I've, I've seen Rakim maybe seven times. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and it's dope because each time I've seen him, he's, he's done his show just a, a tad bit different, you know what I'm saying, just to switch it up. Because it's not like he's going to do songs you never heard. You've heard everything he's going to do. Right. But, but this was my first time I've seen him where he came out to check out my melody. Oh, that shit was so dope too, bro. Oh my god. I'm so glad you posted that. Yo, that made my fucking day. I put the footage up because that's when he did check out my melody. That was his debut song. Like, no, they got this big, this big fucking 20,000 foot screen in the back. You know what I'm saying? You just see Raquel come out big as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And you just hear that ding ding. It's like, oh sick. Oh man. And the crowd just goes standing there like, like, yeah, like, like. Cheer for me, nigga. I'm me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Cheer for me. Yo, I'm gonna tell you something too, man. I am. I don't even be tripping about you, um, quote unquote name dropping, because the reality of the matter is, sometimes it's necessary that motherfuckers understand that, regardless of where they may think they see you at, that you that what you see ain't always what you get, nigga. But I'm just saying, I'm yeah. just saying, nah, nah, no respect to that though, man. Like that's that's love, bro. You was in a perfect spot. You was surrounded by good people. Got to see a dope ass show. I hate that I didn't get to see it, but hopefully. Hopefully, um, I, I'll get back into my live concert bag soon. I just missed. I've been so on other shit. I ain't even had time to do it. But like, and I got, I got one more thing I want to add. The what made the show really dope, and it's some sentimental shit. Like I said, my homeboy who I went, who invited me, in like in the very early stages of my hip hop journey, he was there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he was a guy I used to beatbox against, a guy I used to freestyle against. You know what I'm saying? In, in the school hallways and shit. You know what I'm saying? So like. And I haven't seen him in, a, in, a, in maybe 12 years. Mm. The last time I saw him, I was in New York. You know what I'm saying? So just to see him, and then we were just standing there like, like, oh, shit. Like, bro, like, you remember we used to pass this tape around? We used to do this. Uh, and he'd be like, yeah, hold up. I got to be right back. He'd go on stage and massage <laughs> Amir's arms while he's drumming and shit on stage and shit. That type of shit. So, But it was fire, though. It was fire. That's how that's how I know you a hip hop head. You just said up near. <laughs> Only we know oh, yeah. that. <laughs> Only that's we know that. Nah, 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 nah. That's me name dropping for real because I got to meet a mirror. You understand? Like you know. Yo, and when you said when you said the roots got you fucked up, I understand exactly what you mean. We was at Ziggy's. They they came to Ziggy's. It was us them. Uh, Common was with them. This was when uh, 
fuck. Which album was that? Was it Ill Dove Half Life? It was. It was right. It, no, 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 no. It was after. It was when uh, Things Fall Apart was out. They came to Ziggy's. Khan was with him. Dice Roy was with him. Malik ain't come, but Dice and Khan was there. Um, so we backstage at Ziggy's, and you know, you know Ziggy's, the little small ass room that they call the green room or whatever. Like this is the only shit that you can consider backstage at Ziggy's. It's a fucking hole, basically. But so we in there, we smoking. And I mean, when I say we smoking, like I brought a couple blunts, you know what I'm saying? Doing my thing. I don't smoke heavy before I perform, so I'm not trying to go too crazy, but these motherfuckers just <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And I'm and I'm sitting there and I'm so fucking high. So and I just turn and I look to my left and a nigga passing me another fucking blunt. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> I still got a rap, nigga. Like <laughs> that shit was wild, man. Look, I, that shit was dope though. That, I, like to me, the thing that has meant the things that have meant the most to me in my hip hop journey have been the times when people who I have the utmost respect for tell me that they respect what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was I was on stage as Ziggy's again, performing with KRS one, we were freestyling over this record. The record skipped. And I still caught the beat. So when we got off, he was like, yo, that was fucking mean. How you do that? I was like, bro, I don't know. It's like it's like the beat when it skipped, it just called me to catch up with it. And he was like, that's crazy. Like, and um, one time we was in Greensboro and he was making a beat on the SP-1200 on the stage. He said, come here, let me hear something. And I start he, rapping. He starts drumming on the SP and he's like. He who? KRS-One. Oh, I didn't he know he that. I don't know if he makes beats, but he always had the SP on stage with him. So, like, he was, I mean, he does light drumming on it, but I don't know if he makes beats or whatever. But, yeah, he was like, he said, that's your flow right there. That's your flow right there. Boom. And he's making this beat, and I'm, I'm freestyling to it. But I'm like, damn, that, that really do go right along with what I'm doing right now. So, he was like, that shit was crazy. And then we was freestyling at the Root Show, and Black Thought was like, yo, you dope. And I was like, that shit means something to me, man. Like, um, the pedestal that niggas put money on, that shit mean that much to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, for the niggas that I respect, who I think they pen is crazy to be like, yo, you sick. <laughs> that shit means something. We eat, even for y'all two, to be like, yo, you dope. That shit means something to me. Because y'all two are the dopest motherfuckers I know. So, like, yeah, man, that shit just means something. But anyway, yeah, that, that way off subject. I got off on a little rant there. My apologies. But, like, yeah, that's... I'm, <laughs> we need to move to L.A. I'm on Shit. <laughs> shit. Woo. Oh man! Oh, speaking of LA, this ain't necessarily got anything to do with Los Angeles in particular, but it always makes me think of Hollywood. What makes me think of famous people? Um, first of all, I, before I even say this, I want to say enough respect and with love and prayers and thoughts and all that good stuff to all the people in Maui. Um, you know, I wish I could give you more than that, but that's really all I got right now. But um. Anytime there's natural disasters or, or tragedies of any sort, like you always want to, you know, spread love. But sometimes the people attempting to spread love might not be the best spokespeople for that, <laughs> for that particular thing. Um, yeah, I think this was that was was this you brought this one to the table, I do believe. Um, mm -hmm. But I know we I know we had kind of touched on it lightly uh, previously, but we didn't really go into it crazy. But um, Oprah and the Rock. Uh -huh. Very, very wealthy individuals. We, we, we're aware. Um, they had, I did, I finally saw the video, the, the little post of them, you know, asking about Maui, uh, people sending money for Maui relief. And my, my I, I won't say that my initial response was not the same as most people's. Um, I was like, you know, realistically speaking, with some of the people you be around, whatever the community can put together to send these people, y'all could probably do it a whole lot faster and get oh, it yeah. done. 
and get it done. You know yeah, what I'm saying? He access to that shit. Now, mind you, you also bringing up that point, though, also brought up another valid point in that people take that approach in thinking about it without having an actual understanding of how money works. That for financial literacy is solely lacking. Therefore, some people look at money and people with money and how they utilize that money with the wrong perspective. So, I mean, yeah, Oprah's worth billions of a billion, so, you know, a couple billion dollars, but that don't necessarily mean she got a liquid billion dollars she could just go put her hands on and give it to somebody. Rock is a very wealthy individual, but you also have to understand he's also invested in a lot of businesses. The XFL is his business. You know, that's not a, that's not a small investment. So as much as we know that we look at niggas net worth and assume that that's what they got sitting in the bank. And that's not always the case. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, I'm sorry. My bad. I, I got off on one. But yeah, what, what, what are your thoughts? on? I mean, how did y'all uh, interpret it? And what are your thoughts in regards to that? I guess is the question. I have not seen it, but I think your point is extremely powerful because that's the way that I used to look at things. You see the net worth on somebody and it's like, oh yeah, cool. They can go out and just, you know, have access to that immediately. I literally just said that. Like they have immediate access to this. <laughs> but when you break it down, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't sound like it. But I haven't seen it, so I don't know specifically what's going on. But from the sounds of it, people are trying to help and it's not going well. I think the I think the bigger thing is I think what the big thing was is okay, so I think what's what started to happen is because there's been so many things back to back to back to back to back to back to back. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's been a lot of shit happening in the last few years. Mm-hmm. From coming out of the pandemic, other like, it's been a lot of money being expended just trying to get the world back on its feet. And then this happens. And so my motherfuckers might be a little slower to give because they just don't have it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, everything going up except our fucking pay wages. You know what I'm saying? So, like, maybe motherfuckers ain't got the money. But, and that's where the other side of that coin comes in. Okay, I'm not saying Oprah and Rock that y'all should do it. But what I am saying is y'all have a network of, of really, really, really wealthy people that y'all can tap in with to at least get it started. I'm not saying y'all got to do it all, but this is where the whole eat the rich mentality comes from. When you have people who are in a position that can maybe potentially get the ball rolling in the right direction. And instead of doing that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, wait, 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 wait. Before I say that, we don't know that they didn't do that. <laughs> we don't know that they didn't do that. <laughs> we do know. No, we do know. We do know. We do know. See, that, that's why I brought that up. We do know. We know. They started it with $10 million. Indeed. They started with $10 million. We do know. We do know what they started with. Now, what we don't know is what their other friends may have done. We don't know that. That part. You know what I'm saying? But my problem with the whole shit is, what's wrong with them asking for people to help? That's what I don't understand. Like, why motherfuckers is so fucking... Oh man, you need to be, you know, like so, so, so you feel like they asked you directly. And because you are in the fucked up position you in, you, how dare you ask us for it? Ask your friends. They asking everybody at the same time, motherfucker. Like, you think they got to be on the couch beside you to hear the same message? You understand what I'm saying? Like, that shit is retarded to me. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that shit, man. Like, motherfucker, uh, man, how you gonna ask? Y'all got all this. And 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 you wrapped up what I was gonna say earlier about about the worth and the value and shit. Like you know, what I'm saying what you worth doesn't mean you got the money to just go ahead and do this shit. But even still, they found ten million dollars between the two of themselves. And instead of 
you trying to find, and I don't mean like you, but I mean it's you people complaining instead of you trying to find two dollars a month, you and your other person to give four more dollars, you complaining that they didn't find enough amongst their own pockets. You understand? Like, yeah, like we all we all need, we all could use a, a lot more in this economy right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking the price of everything going up, our wages aren't. We understand that. You know what I'm saying? But goddamn, like we we just watched Americans go through some horrific shit, and you mad that Americans are asking other Americans to help out, and you won't even do the due diligence to know what the people who are asking for help did to start. You motherfuckers, it's easy for you to complain that it is for you to start this kind of campaign. You know what I'm saying? Like that that shit just bothers me, man. Like my my thing is this: if you're not gonna help. If, if what you're saying isn't going to help, don't say shit, bro. Don't say nothing. That's all. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, I've been seeing so many people, like, when I put that shit into the, into the topic basket or whatever, it came because I saw another person making a fucking video talking crazy. My, my shit is this. My shit is that. I don't, I have, I got all these bills. I got, uh, you didn't have to waste our time or yours by making the video. You're talking about all the shit you don't have. How about you take that time that you made to make that video to go work on getting what you need? Some niggas that like Oprah and Rock was like, Letitia, you need to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's crazy to me. It's crazy to me, you know? And, 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 and honestly, I'm not saying this is everybody, but it sounds like when I hear people say that, it, you sound like the kind of person who's never helped anybody. That part. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you don't know that what Seven did at the beginning of introducing this segment sometimes is what is what's needed. I don't got it to help, but I'm sending my prayers. I'm sending a good vibe to you. I'm hoping the best happens. Do that. Do that. Everybody's on the high vibrations and higher frequencies and all this other shit. If you believe in it, act like it. Send they don't it out believe there. that shit, dog. They don't believe that shit, dog. Man, like that shit is, is 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 retarded to me, man. It is like I I just I don't like I don't like that shit, that kind of shit. You know the flip side of that shit though. Here's the thing, and this is the part that motherfuckers, and this is the part about it that pisses me off the most. <laughs> you mad because the Rock and Oprah are doing this PSA of their own choosing for the people of Maui, after they've already put ten thousand dollars of their hard-earned money, ten million dollars of their hard-earned money, money towards it. You're mad at them, but. The reality, the reality is every single thing in this country that is advertised to you, for the most part, is advertised to you by somebody you already know, somebody famous. So if somebody famous is usually the person who is advertising something to you because they know a famous person is going to bring you in, make you pay attention to what's happening and quite possibly participate more often than a motherfucker you don't know, who better than Oprah and the fucking Rock? <laughs> they are not offensive. To anybody, they not they don't offend anybody. See, dog, there's a whole lot of science involved in why things happen the way they happen. Oprah and The Rock are two people. The only the, you, you could have put fucking you couldn't even have put Drake in that position. You know why? Because he's still a rapper. That's gonna offend some people. The Rock, megastar. Ladies love him. Fellas want to be him. The Rock. You know what I'm saying? Oprah. Oprah is Oprah, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end, regardless, fuck my personal feelings about Oprah. She's fucking Oprah. You know what I'm saying? And nine times out of 10, I've watched it from the time her fucking TV show came on, on, on TV in the afternoons. When Oprah talk, people listen. 
Mm-hmm. And in, 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 in recent years, since Rock has risen to a certain degree of celebrity beyond just being a fucking wrestler, when he talked, people listen. Mm-hmm. Who better? The only right. motherfucker you could have got better would have been Barack Obama, and that's still going to be a problem because it's motherfuckers that don't like him. You know? So if that's how you used to shit being pitched to you, what's the problem now? You don't mind them selling you food that's bad for you. You don't mind them selling you beverages that are poisoning your system. You don't mind them selling you on services that you can pay for every month that are literally adding no value to your life. But when they're asking you to help somebody, it's a problem. <laughs> what has Hawaii you- done for me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, That's shout out to Pretty Kings. Shout out to Pretty Kings. I know Hawaii done for me. It's all good. All I'm saying, man. You over there bit you over there bitching because you can't afford the bullshit that they pitch to you every day. But when they ask you to help, then it's a problem. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Fuck out of here. This shit is horrible. You're doing asking us. Why not you? Who else gonna do it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like shit, how how many people is it in America? If they all could, was was able to muster up a dollar. You know, now of course between fees and all this other shit, but I'm just saying, like, come on, man, think, man. Anybody ask you for a million dollars? Nah, because if they had, and the funny thing is, if they had asked you for a million dollars, you'd have chuckled. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> I ain't got no million dollars. But if I say, hey, if you got a dollar, send it. Oh, now you're offended. What you mean a dollar? I ain't broke. No, you are. <laughs> yes, the fuck you are. <laughs> Don't lie to yourself. Yes, you are. And it's okay that you are. Because um, going back to a point that he made before, this is the whole glitch in the matrix right here. And I, I, I'm, I'm not going to go too, 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 too much farther on this. But like, um, we have people who come together for all kinds of reasons. Come together to gangbang, come together to rap, come together to have a party. <laughs> come, together. come together to go. Yeah, come, said, I mean, yeah, but I mean, really, it's people coming together. You just said it twice. <laughs> together the game thing i'm just saying so it's a whole lot of stuff what kind of game hey, man? <laughs> you're hella funny bro <laughs> see why i love this nigga yo <laughs> whichever kind of hey look whichever way you want to put that put that thing in, in motion people come together the gang bang it's all good. yeah i've been watching cam and mace man that shit was just egregious no doubt oh god ah Yo, oh, oh, I used to, oh, I'm so glad you said that. Shout out Cam and Mace, y'all fucking, hey, thank you, E. You put me on to that. Thank you. <laughs> that shit is classic, yo. That shit is classic. Oh, my God. I love them niggas, man. And, um, Please continue. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> but, nah, yeah, niggas to come together for anything, man. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it, except to help other people like themselves. They will donate to a, a celebrity in the hospital that, or a celebrity that dies and needs money to be buried. You don't know this nigga. Mm-hmm. You don't know them people in Maui, but guess what? They more like you <laughs> than these other people you sending this money to. They just right. like you. They work a job every day. They pay their bills. They go groceries. Every, all the shit you do, they do it. And they do it on the same level that you do it because they regular people. We're not talking about sending money to, to save some billionaire. Bill Gates don't need your money. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the people in Maui ain't done, ain't done nothing to, to nobody here. Like, I don't understand why it's such a big deal. And on top of that, in the course of a couple of seconds, they probably all got dropped below the poverty line. Just like that. 
and, and you're not even taking that into account. Instead, you mad that somebody asking you to help out. Get the fuck out of here, man. That, again, like, be on yourself, man. That's all. Man. That, man. <laughs> Bro, I'm trying to tell you. I, look, America, y'all should be ashamed of y'all. Hey, look, nah, I'm not going to say y'all, because you know what? Despite whatever I may do on a personal level, I'm a part of the greater whole. We should be ashamed of ourselves. Because... Mm. This is disgusting. The way shit going is disgusting. And there's other topics that we're going to get into It's going to show how disgusting this shit is because everything that's on the list kind of is a, is a nod towards the disgustingness of, of America, in my opinion. So um, so when you was like, man, it's Americans like, trying asking to help other Americans, I'm like, man, fuck that. It's humans asking to, uh, ask, uh, asking to help other humans. All this border shit, all this shit is bullshit. Other people made this shit up. It's cool. Yeah, granted, people live, live across the water on other masses of land, but we are all fucking humans that live on the earth together. I don't understand what the deal is like that's been one of the strangest things in my lifetime that i've tried to make sense of for the entirety of my life why is this like this i got some answers but now ain't the time to go into that but like that's always the question though because especially when things like this come up because it's like yo what i have a hard time grasping why somebody else's tragedy who's not in a position to help themselves why is it hard for you to say hey i might only have five dollars i can send but this five dollars might get somebody's kids something to eat tonight. Mm -hmm. Just send the five, yo. Don't feel like you're doing a disservice to the people because you can't send $500. <laughs> or, or if you can't send the five, just send some well wishes or something, man. Like, you don't have to complain about people asking you for it because you don't have it. You know? Man, fuck, fuck crap, That's man. it. That's it. I fucking hate people, <laughs> I came to that conclusion the other day. I was like, yo, I'm all for the people. Because I'm like, yeah, man, for the coach, do it for the people. But y'all stay over there, though. I don't want to fuck with y'all. Leave me alone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that shit wild, bro. I'm glad. I'm really glad you brought that up, though, because I think that I think that that's that's kind of been it's kind of been missed. You know what I'm saying? Because with all the talk about it, nobody's really talking beyond the surface of it. It's mm -hmm. all just, oh, fuck them. They got money. Or, oh, you're crazy. You shouldn't say that. But uh, but nah, but why shouldn't they say that? Explain to them why they shouldn't say it so they'll shut the fuck up because <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. This shit crazy. <sighs> I just uh I just got shown something and I, I'm gonna look into it more so we can so we can uh discuss it. Maybe not today, maybe later, but um uh, I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with Danny Masterson. Um mm -hmm. uh, Danny Masterson was in the 70s show. He just got sentenced to 30 years to life in prison for raping two women. Oh yeah, I seen it that shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's... Hey, do you know any details of the case? Because I don't. I just know the headline. I didn't read into it too much. The only thing that I've really seen was... Um, the response was the response from the uh from Ashley Kutcher and um, uh, Mila Kunis. I haven't seen, I didn't get any uh actual details. And I'm actually looking at it now, but I'm like... Yeah. um. He received a maximum sentence in L.A. Uh, the victims had testified that the actor drugged and violently raped him at his home in 2003, where he was at the height of his fame. The two women described their suffering at the time and in the years since. Uh, there are four women, though. Oh, five women. A fifth five woman total. similar rape accusations. Five women. Yeah, five total, yeah. Man's a predator. This, man, a predator is the... It, this nigga is Jeffrey Dahmer minus the rainbow. Like, what the fuck? Um... Wait, that was probably cold. I probably shouldn't have said that. Um, I don't, I don't, <laughs> that on the same level. 
Now, that's not the same because Jeffrey was killing motherfuckers. So I mean, it's different. Right. But I mean, and eating them, and eating them. Yeah. Take <laughs> <laughs> get ready to have bitch so bad shit. Um, so, this dude has like a fucking pattern of doing this shit. So, so my, I mean, again, this is not victim blaming or shaming or anything like that. I, I, I just, if it's happened in two thousand, how does it take this long for this prosecution to happen? I think what well, the weird thing is, like they were saying, like I just I didn't realize until just now when I read that that it's been stated by these ladies like over this over time, like it, this this didn't just come out. They've been okay. talking about it, but I guess it took a while for them to get the evidence and all in play. But then I have to ask the question about um, two thousand three to two thousand twenty three, like maybe he was on trial last year, two thousand twenty two even. What is the statute of limitations on certain things? And because I, I don't know how that works in L.A., but. Well, well, that's why I'm asking the question that way. Because, like, I, I, again, like I said, I don't really know the details. It just sounds like he just got brought to trial. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when, right. when, let me bring, again, if it's if it's supposed to be a speedy trial, you know, like, when the fuck did you ladies come forward and say, "Hey, he did this to me"? Mm. You know, you know, like, I, like, yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't, um, and I'm not saying that he should not be uh, punished because they just found it out now or nothing like that. But I just don't understand, like, when it comes to statute of limitations and certain things, it's like, you know, I, f- I feel like people could just say, hey, 30 years ago this happened. Put him in jail. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's again, true. not and that happened, but again, it's like, come on, like, step up now. That's all I'm saying. Step up now. I'm, I'm on that. Step up now. Right. And I mean... You know, Mind you, as a psych major, I'm 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 a, a and I, I don't say that shit to say that I'm no smarter or better than anybody else. It's just that I've had the opportunity to study certain things about the way people's minds operate, and um, I understand how victims. I mean, I've seen, I know people who've been victims and why, and they've told me their reasons for not coming forth immediately. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. And I get it because in a, in a lot of cases, especially previously, it's not so much that way now. And I'm glad that it's not. It's a, it's a lot more likely that you will be believed if you tell your story now. You know what I'm saying? But back then, it was kind of like, nobody's going to believe me. They're going to look at me like, oh, you did A, B, or C. Were you drunk? What were you wearing? Da, da, da. Why are you asking all these questions? This motherfucker did a violently terrible thing to me. And you're asking me what I was wearing. Like, what the fuck? It doesn't matter what I was wearing. That doesn't invite that. And I'm like, yeah, I've never been um a person who believes in that whole oh well you shouldn't dress like that if you don't want da 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 no she's a grown-ass woman she can wear whatever the fuck she wants you need to be mad enough not to disrespect her because of what she's wearing that's all that's all it is like at the end of the, we got to stop trying to blame other motherfuckers for what we're doing you know what i'm saying so in his case you've gone through this whole situation where you become a, a extremely famous person on one of the biggest tv shows of that era and we see you on the screen and we laugh ha ah, that's funny this dude's crazy no, he's really crazy. Like, for real crazy. Like, for real, like, tying bitches up in his house to do a violent shit to them crazy. Drugging them. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, you never know who the fuck you dealing with, man. This fucking, the world is insane, bro. Like, I, I didn't realize until I probably was 26, 27 years old when I woke up one day and was just like, yo, this shit is crazy. What the fuck is going on in the world? And it's only got worse since then. So, <laughs> people be on drugs, too, though. Again, like, I don't know, I don't know Nothing about him or you know or this situation, you know what I mean? But like I know motherfuckers do wild shit when they're on drugs too. You know, then it turned into they twist. They they like the whole shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like ah, what the fuck? 
But yeah, like I just, you know, I'm not a psychology major, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, so I, I don't understand the wanting to wait in in a lot of cases. Now I do, I do have a friend. Um, I remember back when I was like 19 or 20, and she told me something had happened to her the year before, and the person I was back then was like, "All right, who is he?" Because I know he's in this town. Where is he? You know what I'm saying? So she didn't want to say nothing. She didn't want to say nothing because she didn't want that on her hands. But that's because she told me. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, my friends was about that. So um, I can understand in that. I can understand, like, you know, like, okay, I don't want that to happen. But I do need something to happen. You know, now the something, you know, again, it's like, well, go to the police. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know. And she never went. She never went. You know, so I don't know, man. Like you know, I just you know, well, kind of something like. Oh, I was just reading go. some shit on uh, my baddie. Yeah, you good? Um, I was reading some shit on Wikipedia. So Masterson is a part of um, the Church of Scientology. So if that makes any kind of sense for people, <laughs> they're very good about hiding and protecting things and stuff like that. So that could play into why it took so long because the first thing that I see as far as any sort of um, um, accusations being brought to court isn't until 2017. That's a mm -hmm. long ass time. And so the time frame you said, I think you said like 2003 was uh, like the height of his career and stuff like that. That's around the time that he got in the church of Scientology. So he's, I don't know, dude's just fucking crazy. But they, they did start talking about how um, the Church of Scientology had a, a fair game campaign against the accusers. And so that could also be playing into it because they're harassing people and stalking them and shit like that. Like that's the type of shit that the Church of Scientology does to intimidate and prevent people from doing things. So if this dude is is paying the Church of Scientology lots of money, they're going to do whatever they can to make sure that he's protected. And you, but you said you got that on Wikipedia? Yeah, I got that with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. You know, only because if you want to, you can go edit that shit right now to say whoever up the street did it. True. You know, uh, and and until somebody fact checks it, it's going to remain the same. So I'm not again not in defense. It's just it just is what it is. You know what I'm right. saying? Well, um, I mean, you know, the Scientology churches out here, you know, have you know I mean, like them big palatial type of spots. The Church you know. of Scientology is fucking wild to me. <laughs> you know. They're all crazy. You know. I don't know, man. Like, see, cause cause what I've I've heard and seen just from living here is that you're right, but it's it's like they're protecting what goes on within the church. Mm. They don't want none of the secrets out like that. So my question would be. Are these women part of the Church of Scientology? Right. You know, like, cause you know, uh, Leah Remini, like, you know, you know who Leah Remini is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Got this whole for the past couple of years, well, past few years, maybe seven or eight, where she been rebelling. Well, not rebelling, but you know, she left the Church of Scientology because I think she was raised on it or something like that. But she left it, and she was exposing things that happened to her. And so, like, you know, they have her under pressure, you know, trying to keep her quiet or. Is that other? That's why you haven't really seen her working, mm -hmm. you no? Know, because she, you know, at one point was fearful for her life, 
So, but it's because of how the church treated her. You know what I mean? So I, it, it just makes me wonder what those women in the church also. Well, I don't know, but I'll find out. Yeah, yeah, like you know, I, I'm just wondering because, like, you know, because like the church, the church decided. I, I don't think they would have any reason to want to protect him because it ain't like he got that much money to where it's keep, you know, it's it's keeping them afloat. Mm. No, I agree. You know what I'm saying, but I imagine with the celebrities, Tom Cruise, that's something yeah, else. Yeah, right. Oh my goodness, you know that's something else. Um, it will okay. It really is in there. That's something else. Okay, so I'm seeing right here. Um, speaking, you brought up Lee, uh, Lee, uh, Lee Romini, and it made me it made me think about something because she used to be a part of the Church of Scientology, and because he is, I was like, they must know each other, mm -hmm. um, and I, and not just because they're both in Scientology, but they're both in Hollywood and both in Scientology. So I was like, okay, and sure enough, I pulled it up, and it's a in a whole article about her. She was actually in the courtroom with the uh, with the victims of Danny Ma uh, Danny Masterson when it was going down. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. So this is a uh, remedy alleged that the church had attempted to conceal Masterson's crimes by using his leaders and followers to engage in a conspiracy to cover up crimes of sexual violence. Wow. Officials for the Church of Scientology have denied allegations that the church harassed the accusers, claiming that the allegations have been debunked. Uh, church policy explicitly demands Scientologists abide by all laws of the land, the church said in a previous statement. That all allegations to the contrary are totally false. Um, she says, I am relieved that this dangerous rapist will be off the streets and unable to violently assault and rape women. Hearing the survivors read their victim impact statements aloud in court while the man who raped them and some of the very Scientologists who terrorized them over two decades were just a few feet away displayed a level of bravery that I am in awe of. Hmm. Wow. So they were a part of it. Oh, bro, that's crazy. Wow. That's See, now, 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 now I'm on board with it. Like, okay. <laughs> Like yeah, this is know. insane. Damn, mm. that's wild. That is absolutely fucking nuts. Mm. Mm -mm. Well, <laughs> you know, hey, ladies, I, I hope I hope you're able to cope with that the best you can. And, and still continue to be productive members of society, you know, and don't let it cripple you, but so much. Because I know it's going to hurt and it's going to fuck with you, so. Please believe it. I hope it's better. But yeah, Danny Masterson, you're a fucking creep. Yeah, dude, you're yeah. a piece of shit, bro. <laughs> hey, I hope, I hope they have you doing heavy calisthenics in the joint, homeboy. You know what I mean? I, touch, bend I down they, and touch toes. I hope they put you beside Brother Polite. <laughs> I was just about to... Oh, that'll be crazy as fuck. Oh, hold on. Who is that and, dude? And both and both you motherfuckers gotta deal with what you gotta deal with. Yo, I'm Cause, dead, bro. Cause, Cause brother Polite, that was some bullshit too. Yes. Uh, bro, uh Mojo was unaware who Brother Polite is. Please give him the rundown. Oh shit. Okay. Well, I only have my version of it because I never fucked with him from the beginning. But <clears throat> and and it has nothing to do with this. I just never bought into who he is. But Brother Polite, um, what the fuck can I say about the motherfucker, man? Like, uh, he 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 was somebody who 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 preached 
um, yeah. black consciousness, but for financial prosperity. Now, I'm not calling him a financial, I mean, a prosperity preacher because he wasn't sick. that. It wasn't that, you know what I'm saying? But basically, you know, he said a lot of good shit in the middle of a lot of bullshit and lived on people's donations. He's a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's so a to the, to the point where, like, you know, he driving Rolls Royces supposedly, and, like, you know, he had multiple wives and all of this other shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, but one of the wives had a 14-year-old daughter, and apparently he had eyes for her, you know what I'm saying? Old school shit, he had eyes for the 14-year-old, and ends up taking her supposedly for the day, I'm going to take her over here, and he lied and went to a, a hotel and drugged her up and got her drunk. And sexually assaulted her. The you know what I'm saying? wrong with these people? Sent the girl back with a busted mouth and bruises and all type of shit. Like, like she got beat up in the course of it. And uh, you know, so so fortunately, what this woman, this one, her mother did not do was wait years. Like this was recent, and she went immediately to the police. And now his ass, he had to take a plea deal because if he had afforded that shit, he probably would have got thirty to life. They had DNA evidence and all this other shit. Now, so now let me tell. So let me tell you what kind of what type of nigga we dealing with. Brother Polite has so many followers, and and this kind of to me kind of goes to the. You sound the like a cult leader. For the most part, yeah. For the most part, you know what I'm saying. But the thing is, but he didn't have a, a location for followers. Yeah, his location was online. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. I'm glad you said that though, the co-leader part, because I was just about to say that it, it just shows to me how how little black leadership how black leadership doesn't exist amongst us. We don't have like a triumvirate of, of men that we like, okay, we're behind them. Like everybody's so divided and, and people need leadership so bad they'll turn to anybody who's provided some kind of foresight into anything. So like I said, he would use black history and black consciousness to pull people in and then put his hand in their pocket. You know, but I was I was saying though, like the people behind him were so jaded that this motherfucker, even though all of the all of the fucking court cases, like the court case and all of the fucking dockets and all this shit was online and, and people was talking about this shit, this motherfucker was before he turned himself in to deal with it, made videos to be aired during the situation and after the verdict, where he said, he said, see, if you see by the charges or whatever, whatever, I don't have any sexual assault charges. I don't have any of those. I pleaded guilty to, uh, uh, basically saying like the charges you saying that I have, I didn't do, and you can tell I don't have because of what's going on in court. Directly lying against what's going on in fucking court. And people are believing him instead of what the fuck the court is saying. Like, I actually I actually got into it with one of my friends who was saying, well, because I made a post on Facebook. I said, I'm still looking at you motherfuckers just as sideways as I did the first time you told me to pay attention to them. Because like, as soon as I heard him, I was like, I can't believe y'all want me to pay attention to this. I just can't. And people got behind him, got behind him, got behind him, got behind him, got behind him. Um, and my homie comes on IG 
one day and sends me a video. Oh, because cause, cause, cause I, I put this shit on fucking uh, threads, too. I said the same thing. And he comes back and he says, well, you know, he was speaking some truth. I'm like, well, should all cult leaders speak some kind of truth? Mm-hmm. But that don't mean that... <laughs> That they good and they and that they right. I was like, bro, like, look, look what he did. Like, he pleaded guilty, my G. Like, if anybody knows, look at the, it. The only time you plead guilty, like, to to circumnavigate a longer sentence is one: either you don't have the money to fight the charges, a hundred percent, or number two, they got you so dead to rights that you know you need to take the shorter sentence that they are offering you because if you go to court and waste their time, they're gonna smack you with all the books they got. And that's what he did. He took the he took the shortest sentence that they offered, cause he know all of the evidence was against him. This motherfucker even said in those videos that I'm talking about, he said that the that the mother forgave him. He said the mother forgave him. If you didn't do nothing, what you got to be forgiven for? Right. How, wait, 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 wait. But that's a lie, cause she didn't forgive him. She she stood in court and made her own statement at the sentence. Basically say basically saying fuck you for what you did to my daughter. Like, do you know what the fuck I was doing that whole day trying to find her? And then for you to say her, I trusted you, I loved you, and you did this to my daughter. But motherfuckers is out here still believing that that video that he sent. I'm like, bro, the video, oh, like look, look at what he said at the end of it. Like at the end of it, he said, Yeah, but I still gotta go sit down. How you know you gotta go sit down? Cause you know you're taking a plea deal. You can only know that because you already arranged it. This video is old, Jack. This shit ain't new. Like, you've been in jail the whole time. You're not outside. But you made this video on the balcony or some crib overlooking the beach. Fuck out of here, man. And motherfuckers falling for that shit. Niggas no. gullible, man. You're gullible. <laughs> so fuck. He's a piece of shit. I feel sorry for all the people who bought into it, but he's a piece of shit, too. You need to sue. You need to sue as a state to see can you get that money back. It was probably hidden in all type of shell shit or whatever. Yeah. Fuck. You better believe that shit. Bro, that speaks to uh, that speaks to uh, so many things. Like the fucked up part is, I think for me, the fucked up part is all of these guys that get into positions of power, and then there's so many ways you can abuse power, and some some of those ways are far less harmful than being inappropriate with fucking children. Like what? What? I, okay, this is my thing, yo. <clears throat> oh, oh, it just no. made me think of two. two. Go ahead, go ahead. I know when I look at women, grown women, what I find attractive. I don't see any of those qualities in a fourteen-year-old kid. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't at the point where you ain't seasoned enough to even have them qualities yet. I don't give a fuck how much older than your age you look. You're not there yet, because it's more than just the look. There's something else that has to be a part of it, and you ain't been through enough in your life to have it you don't exactly you me and my me and my lady was talking about this exact same topic not about brother polite but just in general about pedos and shit and the whole thing was um there are situations where brothers get in situations where they get lied to i understand that i've seen it a million times i've had girls lie to me about their age just so happened i found out the truth before i popped and it didn't do it you know what i'm saying but sometimes it don't go that way and sometimes brothers find themselves in a really fucked up position because of it I feel for those individuals. <clears throat> the ones I don't feel for are the ones, bro, we are all grown-ass men. You can have a conversation with a woman and tell. If you're having a conversation with a child, you are going to fucking know. 
You know why? Because there are some things that you as an adult know and that you can speak to that they have no idea about. Right. So the conversation, the conversation ain't even going to make sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? So with that being the case, why is that the most like other than stealing from people and that, of course, they're going to do that because it's about the money. The bottom line to the organization of it is about the money. But for these people, it just seems like there's you can't find any other way to express your eccentricity than to fuck with kids. Nigga, go paint on the side of buildings. Something. Go bungee jump with your bitch ass. Like, what the fuck is going on? How do you even look at a child and find them attractive? Weird. I want to kill all these niggas, yo, on my mom. <laughs> I'm not going to say exactly what I'm thinking because this shit is crazy. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, you just made me think about something. You said, like, even, like, down to when women fool men and lie about their age and shit, it automatically made me think of the song 13 and Good because everybody brings up KRS One and, and, this BAM situation, right? And they bring that song up. Like, yeah, see, Karis won't always been up. Like, no, did you listen to the song? He said in the song that he got fooled by a girl and found out after the fact. And after the fact, he had to deal with the consequences of her father. Because apparently the father knew what the daughter was about anyway. So he used that as his to get his shit off. Okay? Now, the reason why I'm bringing that up is this. And, and, and I'll be off of this for a second. I was at Haynes Mall in Winston one day. I might have been about 21 years old, 2021. I'm there with two of my homeboys. We driving through the parking lot, pulling up, you know, we're going to shop. We got a little little paper to spend. Soon as I, I'm driving, and you know how Haynes they had the, the slanted parks and shit, you know what I'm saying? Pull up. And I I'm driving and I just see this body. Walking through the parking lot. I mean, body. Body. She about five nine, flat foot. Body, 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 body. <laughs> body. My parking space is like maybe three cars above. She got to walk to, towards me at that park. Everybody in the car, like, oh shit. I moved a little quicker than they did. Excuse me. Get to chopping it up, whatever. And um, so the question, you know, comes out like, so what you doing tonight? And she says, I'm going to confetti's. I'm like, confetti's? What the, the fuck is that? Like, and, and I'm an outside kind of guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially back then. Like, so I was in the clubs. I knew every club, you know. She says, confetti's. I'm like, what's that? I never heard of that. She says, oh, it's a teen club. Let's wait a minute. <laughs> Shoot. Wait a minute. How old are you? Because I didn't even think to ask that. Like I said, I just saw a body. How old are you? She said, oh, I'm 17. I said, oh. And these are my exact words. I'm sorry for wasting your time and mine. Never did that. But I, I, don't, I don't do that. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. You have a good day. Her rebuttal was, oh, no, it's fine. My mother likes for me to date older guys. I don't date guys that's in high school. I only date guys that's older. I said, your mom ain't shit. <laughs> your mom ain't no shit. Lie, no lies detected, homie. Your mom, you know what I'm saying? 
Like, I, I ain't with that. Um, and I, it won't be me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, go find another. <laughs> won't be me. So That's I'm just crazy. like, in 13 and good, it's like the father knew what the daughter was into. And this girl told me to her face, my mom is blah, 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 blah. Nah, nah. Now, again, she could have lied about her age and she would have got me. That's the one thing I will say. At least she was honest when you asked the question. Like that, I will say that much. Yeah, like, I'm not saying, like, again, like, I'm not saying, like, her conversation was, like, again, like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to hurry up and get a number. Like, it's not like I'm getting to know her. I'm trying to get a number and get the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? But, so I so I didn't have the time to even register, like, you sound young in these, in these answers. You didn't. The only answer that sounded young was when she said, I'm going to confetti's. I'm like, the fuck is that? You know? Teen club. Ooh. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Tell, all that, tell you everything you need to know, right? Because <laughs> even back then, being is even back then, I didn't like women that was younger. You know? Like, even being 21, 22, I ain't one of women that was 18. I wanted a woman that was like 24, 25. Somebody like, show me some shit. You know that what I'm saying? Part. So yeah, yeah, and like so, even to that, like it's it's, it's fucked up, man. That y'all be doing that shit to little kids, man. <laughs> Yo, I, I'm gonna tell you now, man. If I ever got an opportunity to to do what I wanted to do with people like that, the world would be a whole lot better place. That's all I'm gonna say. I I don't <clears throat> I don't. It's a whole lot of things in this world that I'll suffer. You know what I'm saying? I've suffered through poverty, prison, a lot of other shit. That's a lot of things I'll suffer because I know I can come out the other side of it and be okay. One thing I will not suffer is people who fucking harm children. Like, they can't even defend themselves, dog. Like, what the fuck is your problem? I'm like, yo, if you really want to romp with somebody, come find, hey, hit me, 7 at gmail.com, hit me up, I will give you a location, and we can go make it do what it do. I dare you, motherfuckers. Hey, look, the babies are off limits, dog. The babies are all fucking limits. That's the one. Is, what's who is this? Hold up. I agree. <laughs> Zara Fightian. Okay, so the lady that played the doctor on fucking uh the, the witch on Doctor Strange, uh Zara Fightian or whatever the fuck. She's a fucking rapist too. Nasty Ooh. bitch. Oh my god. <laughs> the witch. You're not talking, you're not talking about um Elizabeth Olsen. No, 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 no. I just said her name. Her name is Zaya something zero. Whatever the fuck that bitch name is. Hold on. I don't know. What's she do? Oh, you're talking about um you're talking about the um what is her fucking name? They call her like the Grand Wizard or the Grand Master or something like that. Yeah, that bro. Yeah. Better not be calling her no Grand Wizard in a fucking movie. No, no, no. It's it's not. It's not. <laughs> no, nah, it's, 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 it's something else. It's something different, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's more along the lines of like headmaster type of thing, but they call it something different. Yeah, uh, that's, man. I know this, this. Sorcerer Supreme. Okay, gotcha. Sorcerer Supreme, uh, Doritos Locos Taco. I know some headmasters. <laughs> <laughs> stupid as fuck. See, <laughs> 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 so, hey, yo, just to, just to, to tie a nice bow on that, man. Um, thoughts for those kids. Oh, so apparently, oh, um, she 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 walked she walked away with the fucking phone. But uh, apparently, her and some gentlemen that she knows uh, were raping some young kids for uh, over the course of some years, kept them imprisoned and yeah, bro, prison, <laughs> kept them <laughs> imprisoned. Yes, world? man, 
Bro, it's not even the entertainment rap. world. These are because these were people before they got famous. Just gotta round them up. Just gotta round them up. Keep them in a pen. Electrify the fence. Like that, and that part right there is crazy to me because, um, again, you again, I'm a two sided person. I try, I try to understand other sides as much as possible. Not that I agree, because obviously I, I do not agree. But when the I'm not even gonna say it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's go to the next thing. If I say this shit, motherfuckers gonna think I'm crazy or they gonna think I'm on board with this shit. Nah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, because I'm like, E, how do you how do you see both sides to rape? I, I didn't say I didn't that's not what no, I was you, you didn't you didn't say that. It's just it's the way that you led into it. I'm like, okay, you know, where I was what's gonna talk about rape. I mean like actual the physical manifestation of rape. I wasn't gonna talk about that. Okay. I, <laughs> maybe I, maybe you should keep going. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, but well, I just put this. I was gonna talk about just the proclivity of people to like underage people. That part. That that that's what I was gonna get to. Not not the okay. rape, any of that. Because like the tying up, that's actually like what the fuck are we doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? You're enslaving people at that um, point. I mean, I ain't even going that far. It's just you tie them up, you're kidnapping people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. But I'm just saying, like the the proclivity is like that part of it. Like when I when I hear people, I put, okay, I say this: when I hear people explain it, it makes sense the way they explain it. Again, not that I not that I'm cool with. You're muted, seven. I think I know what you mean. You know, what I'm like it's it's like mm. this is fucked up. I'm not agreeing with any of it. I just need this to be understood. I do not condone this shit. But I, I understand it in the realm of people saying preferences. I'm like, okay, I hear what you're saying. I I, I think you're wrong and shit. You know what I'm saying? But I, that's why I didn't want to say that. I think in relation to what you're saying, where that, where that, this is where the difference is between how you, how you view that and the way they execute it. I see it from the standpoint of, oh, you a twenty-six year old guy, and you're dating this eighteen-year-old girl because you want to help, you want to mold her, you want somebody you can mold. You know what I'm saying? But she's legal. Yeah, you're yeah. eight years older than her, but she's legal. You're twenty-six, she's eighteen. No big deal. I'm not tripping off of that because she's old enough to make that decision. My problem comes into play when you're a twenty-something year old and your preference is fourteen-year-olds. That's a problem. Again, like I you know said, what I'm saying? I, yeah, I'm, I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I understand why you're saying people would take that the wrong way. I understand what you're saying. Like, and and that's why I wanted to make sure I said that because I like so y'all for anybody that took that the one to take that little bit and put it in the wrong context. We talking about legal age people making a decision to date somebody considerably younger than them, but it's still legal. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. When you talking about a 13, 12, 13, 14 year old teenager who ain't who ain't even figured out why the hair growing in they in they fucking uh reproductive area yet, they don't know. It's just coming and they like, oh I got hair down there. Hey. Mm -hmm. They excited. They excited about everything. These little these little fucking y'all fucking with these little boys, these little motherfuckers go over here and rub their motherfucking crotch against a brick wall and bust a nut. Y'all leave them fucking kids alone. The fuck is wrong with y'all? Right. I want to take these niggas in the octagon and fight them to the death on my mama. Like <sighs> Okay, so let me say this. What I don't understand is why your preference is that. There. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Then I'm like, like you like I that shit? 
I didn't like fourteen year old girls attractive when I was fourteen. Well, just saying. Was a couple. I mean, it, it was a few. It was a few. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but you know, to, to the to the to the point we're making is just like you know, like again, like you know, my my goal is older. You know, like shit, like you know, I, I want that notch on my belt. Like yeah, yeah, Nick, I'm in eighth grade, she in the tenth, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled it. <laughs> Man, that kind of shit, you know. But ego boost. Yeah. Ego boost. <laughs> God right now. You didn't even think I could do that, did you? Yeah, I do this everywhere. Like, you know. But now, like, you know, I just, I, the why behind it. Like, like, you like that conversation? You know what I'm saying? Like, you like, you like that conversation? Like. You're getting nothing out of it. Nothing. You might be learning about the newest technology yeah. just because your old ass, your old ass too old to figure it out. But that's about it. They, they going to teach you how to TikTok, nigga. Yeah, they're gonna teach, teach you how to TikTok, TikTok dances <laughs> or all the TikTok music. That shit is fucking know? trash, yo. <laughs> that shit is fucking trash. Oh, oh, oh. So yeah, again, thoughts and prayers to the victims and their families. A major Word. fuck you to brother Polite, brother yeah. Holite. I'm gonna tell you something, you, brother Holite. I'm about to tell you something you about to hear for a whole lot of years, my nigga. Suck my dick, bro, on everything. That's fuck shit that you want. You know what I'm saying? Yo, as this black babies ain't got enough problems in the world, you're going to go add on to it. Just being black... Don't get me started, yo. I'm cool. I'm cool. But since we on legal shit, since we on legal shit, and I thought and I thought it was odd when I heard this, that Tory Lanez could have opted out and played down to a four-year sentence. He could have. Now, what do you got? He got 12, 13, 10? What do you get? I, forget, I can't remember. Was it 10? 10. 10? Okay. Got so you willing to ex exchange six years of your life? Now I I don't know if it was was his attorney's advice that he not take the deal, or did he just you know, say nah fuck that? You know we'll never know that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that go back to what I was saying just a couple of minutes ago about plea deals and you know like you know if you if I really didn't do this shit and I got money, I'm fighting this bitch to the last minute. Absolutely. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if now, of course, some people could use that as a chess move, you know, to make it look like, oh, he wasn't the fight. He must he must not have did it. You know, because the whole thing you only need to convince one person on the jury that you didn't do it. Yeah, that's all it takes. You only gotta convince one person. You don't gotta convince all 12, just one. Like and had him a, you know, at least having a doubt. Like, I don't know. So, man. you know, that that move could influence one of these people. Like, I don't know, man. Like, but I think that's just crazy, though. Like, yeah, like, you had a, especially if you, now, if you know you did it. <laughs> if you know you did it, like, this is the same thing I'm saying. That's why Brother Polite took seven years. He know he did that shit. He knows he did it. They had DNA evidence everywhere, blah, blah, blah. They know, they know he did it. Let me take that seven. You know? Dory. Couldn't look at how things was playing out in the courtroom and be like, yo, this ain't going well. <laughs> I maybe should go ahead and take that. <laughs> but you know, it's too late by then. You know, it's too late by okay. then. You know, the, i put the, it this way. You know, the plea deal happens before you go to trial. Well, this is this is I, the only reason I said that is because in, in my 
personal situation, we had, the, the process had already started, but in the process of us going along, as we as we processed it through it, and, and the trial was in total only like four days, so it wasn't that, it wasn't that long, but it was a lot of witness testimony that had to be brought in, so they had to round up some of these people, so that's probably why it took that long, but like as and throughout the course of it, by like day two, going into day three, my lawyer called me that night and was like, hey, this is what's on the table. Will you, will, are you willing to take that? And I'm like, nah. so they, so they, but they offered it during Right okay. as as the as the trial was progressing, so then as yeah. the, the third day went by and other information started coming out, now a whole nother offer gets offered. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, mm. and I'm oh, thinking to right. myself, if I if I don't take this, and I go ahead and play this all the way to the end, I'm fucked. You know what I'm saying? So at that juncture, I was like, yeah, I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? I'll take that. Like it's gonna be a felony regardless. There's it, nothing I can do about that. But like. I'll take it if it's gonna keep me from having to do twelve years in jail. I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I don't want to be gone that long. I got shit. To do. Tory or Tory's original attorney, whichever one of y'all is responsible for not taking the four, <laughs> you're fucking nuts. And I, I can't find a, I can't think of a better way to say that because. But that's on Tory. It is. On... I mean, like you know what I'm saying? It was presented to him. He said no. I'm going to say something I don't think anybody said, but I'm going to say it now. The fact that you're even in a situation where they could offer you the four, you say no and end up with 10. The reason why you were sitting in a courtroom in LA, the reason why any of this is even a topic of conversation is all your fault. You could have removed yourself from that scenario that night and did it. This whole shit could have been done with it from everything I've heard about the story you could have stopped all of this from happening. When niggas' egos, when they get a little money and they get famous and their ego get the best of them and this bitch want them and this bitch want them and that bitch want them and now, oh, I'm that nigga. Nah, <laughs> you not. <laughs> and you about to find out for the next 10 years how much of not that nigga you are. Well, he, he could have removed himself from the whip, but he couldn't remove himself from the beginning of the situation. Well, from the beginning, yeah, I think, I think, but there was a so, point where you could have extracted yourself from the situation, and it, yeah, it could have been dead. Out of the car, you know what I'm saying? But the whole reason why the shit even happened is because old girl came back and saw him in the pool with. Okay, I'm talking about even prior to that, because from but my I'm, understanding, the, the way they even ended up at the party and got to that point, that this whole shit could have been dead before that even started. That didn't I, have to happen, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going. I don't want to go. Come on, man! Like, but but I'm speaking. But I'm speaking from my personal perspective. First of all, I don't like being around fucking people anyway. So I'd be like, "Yo, eh, nah, y'all go ahead. I'll see you when you get back." But I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think we hindsight in that, man. Oh, I'm saying okay, maybe. But you also got to keep in, in 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 mind, even at this point when that's taking place, you already know you fuck with Megan. You also know you fucked her homegirl, and both of them together tonight. First of all, I don't want to be in that situation. <laughs> so I'm gonna be like, "Oh, nah, I'm cool, dog." No, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh. He already fucking them, but one of them knows. I know. Right. So whether whether or not they at the house or not, not gonna make a difference. You're already in the middle of fucking these chicks. And one of them knows and she's cool with it. Right. I'm not talking them. Them being okay with that ain't what got him in prison right now. I mean, well, her being okay with that ain't what got him in prison right now. No, but what I'm saying is. One of them was holding it down. How he even supposed to know that the other one gonna find out that this shit is happening? Okay, you know, what I mean? 
again. Point three. Next point, though. Now you were both of them, one of them okay with what you're doing, and now a third one trying to add herself to the equation. But the third one trying to add herself to the equation is not happening around these two. Okay. If you're him, if you're, um, first of all, in that scenario, I'm not convinced you're not coming back. I'm not convinced you're not coming back, especially if we fucking with each other and you, if there's any inkling something might be going on. Because from my understanding, from what I've heard, the only reason she came back was because she felt like some shit was up. That's why okay. she came back. Okay. As a man, you just got to be smart enough to know something about this ain't adding up. I probably should. If it ain't adding up, I should subtract myself from this situation. Period. Something's, that's, something's about to go wrong. But that's why I think we hindsight it. You know what I'm saying? Because again, it's like, again, like he already, he already getting it off with the two friends. He getting it off. And one of them is cool with it. And they're around each other all the time. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? So, so now this ain't even got nothing to do with either one of you. Yeah, it's past that point now. Yeah, <laughs> it's past that point now. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, so you know what? More so than hindsight, and I think I'm basically I'm basically looking at it from the standpoint of how I would have handled the situation. But also, I got to take into account that I'm considerably older than Tori. I've seen some things that maybe, despite his money and whatever else, maybe he ain't seen it. You know what I'm saying? And maybe he don't view it the same way I view it. And that's the reason why he stayed in the situation. I would have never been in that scenario, ever. Yeah. Ever. See, then I'm speaking, <laughs> I know guys who do it. I mean, it's, especially at that age, I know motherfuckers oh, yeah. who did that. People who do it now. Absolutely. It's, and it's the same thing. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like if you they're getting it off, is it like, eh. The, the wild card was her coming back. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the whole shit. Now, at the same time, still. How many times have you seen somebody come back and get busted? Nobody really gets shot out of the situation. You know that's what I'm saying? True. So <laughs> yeah, like that's that's why we're here because somebody got shot, not because somebody got busted. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that, everybody don't deal with uh <laughs> everybody don't deal with them kind of situations the same way. Yeah, like that that totally went sideways from what from what I think it was supposed to. Um yeah. Like he should have, like, like I said, in my opinion, like once the bullshit is happening, stop the car. Yep. The car. Hey, I gotta go. Let me out. Get, call an Uber, Jack. Get out. Yep. Go. Hello. <laughs> yeah. That shit crazy, bro. Hey. Get out. Bounce. Bounce. All I can all I can say for certain is a good run is better than a bad stand any day. See? <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Nutshell. There it is. <laughs> Yo, as a matter of fact, that reminds me, that's one of my favorite lines game ever said in his whole career. Uh, what do you say? Uh, even myself told a gun and know the run and get shot. And I'm like, yeah, no, nigga, you gotta know when it's time to when it's time, it's a time to bang out and it's time to it's a time to pew. You know what I'm saying? It's a time to be it's a time to be motherfucking uh machine gun Kelly and a time to be Carl Lewis, nigga. Choose wisely. You know what I'm saying? Choose wisely. No. <laughs> Choose wisely. <laughs> Yo, I want to talk about some music shit real quick, but I want to talk about some. I don't want to talk about nobody's music in particular, but it was something that um, Mojo put in the group chat that I do want to talk about. This AI generated Drake and Weekend song being nominated for a fucking Grammy. Seriously, that's what we're doing now. <laughs> that's so, what we're doing now. Let me let me 
everything you got to say. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give y'all a break now. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, you waiting for me? Okay, so there's a there's a there's an article, another article that came out. Me? Nah, seven. Oh, man. seven. You know, you know it's always mean. the same motherfucker, man. Like seven. Oh no, I, I, Mojo's <laughs> talking. That's why I muted myself. Yeah. <laughs> there's an article that came out that basically had said that this song has no standing in the Grammys because it's not commercially sold. The voices were not cleared. There's a bunch of legal things that are going on with it to the point where this song cannot be considered for a Grammy. So we are back to normal. We did it, guys. You're not back to normal. First, first of all, we said, I'm, I'm just joking. Nah, we, we said explain what the issue was. But so, so the thing is this. At first, they were just saying whether or not it'd be eligible. Not that it got nominated. The thing was about his eligibility. And they said it would be eligible because it was written by a human. AI didn't write the song. The human wrote it. Yeah. It just performance behind it was AI generated. You know what I'm saying? Now, at the same time, like, again, like, the reason why I said I'm going to give another breakdown, why wouldn't it be nominated? You, you typically nominate yourself for a Grammy. You don't, other people don't do it. Yeah. No, I remember that conversation. Yeah, yeah, you do it. You know what I mean? So again, like the whole thing is being eligible. So they just had to figure out some roles. Like I, you know, I don't think we back to normal enough. Like again, like it's 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 coming. It's 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 walking into it. You know. Oh, I'm retired by the time that shit happens. Um never join the if you never join the club. True that. True that. I mean, some some clubs. I it's some clubs. I I absolutely positively do not want to be a member of. Uh, I don't know. This AI shit, man, is is it's getting crazy. Like it's not that it's, it's not getting crazy. It's been crazy. Like the fucked up part is, I think the thing that scares me the most is that people actually think this is new shit. That's the part that scares me. That people really think this is new, and I'm like, it's not new. Like it's just like the internet. When we first started using the internet, I'm like, you think this is new? They've been using this shit since the '70s. They just made it available for us. Do your homework. Don't be stupid. Do your homework. Like, um, I don't, I don't have, uh, I don't have anything against technology. Technology is cool. I think the execution of technology and what people do with it makes it fucked up. Just like the, I think the internet is a great tool. It's what people do with it that makes it fucked up. Uh, social media, great tool. It's what people do with it that makes it fucked up. And then it's not only what people do with it, but what the people that control it do with it that makes it fucked up. That makes what you post less important than what this post posts because they spend a bunch of money over here doing this and da da da. So now their post is way up here in the algorithm and your shit's way down there. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I don't want to use the word fair because fair is bullshit. There's the fair is a fucking figment of people's imagination, in my in my personal opinion. But um, I don't. I don't see, I look at it very much the same way as I look at them mechanizing fucking warehouses and things of that nature, taking jobs away from people. Um, the things that uh, that the, the Hollywood's talking about doing that has the actors and the writers on strike. All of those things endanger the artistic community. You know what I'm saying? So, shit, man, art, some, 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 for some of us people, art, the only thing we got outside of working a regular job, this art that we create is all we have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got kids. My kids are grown. They live in their own lives now. You know what I'm saying? There was a point when it was, I got my music, I got acting, I got podcasting, I got my, you know what I'm saying? And on top of all of that was my kids. 
not saying that these things have replaced my children in importance, but the, but the importance that I hold in my kids' life is different now because they're grown and they're having to find their way. So while they're doing that, what do I got? Music, podcasting, acting. That's what I got and my fucking job. If you take the music away or take acting away or take podcasting away because you AI generating all of this shit and it's all really great quality stuff and you're able to do whatever you need to do and you can spend all this money promoting it because you ain't have to pay no people to do it. Where did that leave the rest of us that actually still do this the way we're supposed to do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think it, I'll be on the, I'm sorry. I, I think the answer to that, it leaves us amongst ourselves and I don't think that's a problem. Like, so like, cause, cause I'm definitely of the, you know, AI is going to fuck around and be like, I, I do believe that the industry will eventually use AI instead of humans just all the way around. You know what I'm saying? But again, we not in the top 40. We don't do mainstream shit. You know what I'm saying? Like all that shit could be mainstream. Again, like look at the song we talking about in, in the regards of what we talking about. We ain't talking about an underground motherfucker, none of that. We talk about eligibility for a Grammy. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's really just gonna just just divide the people who want to be over there from the people who don't. Do you, you think know? there's a point where to make it to the underground? Well, yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? And I just think the division is just gonna still be the same. Like not maybe the numbers won't, but again, like you're gonna have the people who choose to be purists and 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 do it like how you said the right way, and people who choose to do it this way. You know. It's just what it is. Like, I mean, you know, you're going to always have people that's going to tinker with shit. Like, we we don't have inventions without people tinkering and thinking of shit and fucking around or finding the necessity for things. Now, you know, like, I, I can see, again, again, because like I said, I, I believe that the industry will pretty soon say, hey, well, I ain't got to deal with nobody's temperament. I could press a button, bam, I got a brand new song by whomever's likeness I own. You know what I'm saying? But... And then go sell it, and it does what it does. But I mean, the shit, you know, it, you know, you you're finding out now, like so much of this is bullshit anyway. Like, it's I don't even know how much it's gonna matter, because again, we're not over there fucking with them, you know. Like, I don't I don't have a Norris membership. I'm gonna get one, but I don't have one now, you know, because I'm also I'm also of the of the mindset that you do gotta get inside the system in order to change. You're not gonna do it from outside. You're throwing rocks in the building unless you blow the whole building down. You know what I'm saying? But then again, like you still got to start the shit back up. That don't mean you gonna have people beside you that's gonna help you recreate it. <laughs> nope. Okay. Yeah, I feel you on that. <laughs> I was about to give myself a trope. Nope. Um. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I mean, yeah, I, I. Um, I think that oh shit, I'm so I we just I I don't I don't agree, but it's okay. Now I mean I agree with most of what you said. Um, that's a whole different conversation for another day about changing the system from the inside. Um, I got my own thoughts about that, but I don't want to spiral into that right now because that that might take a minute. But yeah, there's you're right though. Why don't you do it? There, that shit. You need to stop doing that shit. You got later day. Bring it up the, the later day. I will most definitely. We, we, as a matter of fact, I will put that on the list for next week. I got you. About thirty million fucking topics. Later, nah, we got to talk about it sometime. No doubt. 
no doubt. It's, it's it's one that I want to talk about that we talked about a few weeks ago, and I, I I still want us to do it when we was talking about um if the version of a particular strain with the fruit uh with a fruit uh alignment is different than it without it. You know what I'm saying? I still want to do that. So like uh yeah, I just I keep forgetting I kept forgetting to bring it back up, but yeah, like I definitely want to do that still, but. Yeah, I like weed. I'm sorry, but yeah, <laughs> I like weed too. Um, let's see. We talked about the forest tour. Oh, Diddy, 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 the gift that keeps on giving. Um, Perfect. so apparently, he's <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid, yo. Okay, so apparently, uh, Diddy has uh turned into Santa Claus and decided to give his bad boy artist their publishing back. The ones from, you know. Um, I am of a very mixed emotion about it. I think it's cool that you did that. Yeah, great. <laughs> but uh, all I'll say is this. If I give you a baseball card or a football card of a rookie, somebody's rookie card, that's worth a lot of money. It's worth a lot of money until you damage the card or until there just isn't a market for the card anymore. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that person, like OJ Simpson's rookie card was worth a whole lot of money at one point. It's not worth as much now because of other things. Um, I don't know that you can give me a damaged card after you got all the, after you got most of the value out of it. I mean, I'm gonna still get something for it, but I'm not gonna get what I would have got for it. Like, it's not gonna be, it's not as valuable to me at this point as it would have been. Now, mind you, I can still leave it to my kids. You know, it may pay them some benefit going forward. Maybe it gets licensed to a movie or whatever the case may be. But that's still, not, it's not gonna mean as much now as it meant then. You know what I'm saying? And that's just the reality of the situation. So, uh, bravo for, you know, doing that, uh, I guess. And, <laughs> I'm having a really hard time with this. Oh, <laughs> uh, what? Man, go ahead, man. I can't. I can't even do this shit, yo. This is crazy. <laughs> I mean, the way that the way that you put it makes sense. It's because because as soon as we started talking about it, it made me think about comics, pop figures, anything that's collectible. You know what I mean? So it's it's on par with like there's diminished value. It's probably something that's not selling. And so now that I've done everything that I could have done with it to earn from it, what you have created for me, now you can have it back because now I'm not going to get shit for it. That's that's what I thought of. Stop for one second. What does your hoodie say? <laughs> Space Sitters Club. <laughs> I'm late as fuck to the party, dog. God damn it. Okay. All right, my bad. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, uh-oh. E, what's up, man? <laughs> I feel like he's about to scold me and shit. Nah, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. Hey, I'm I'm I've had I've had my say. Oh. Well nah, I mean again, ain't, ain't nothing. It, it is what it is. Like, he, he gave it away. You know what I'm saying? You know, it ain't it ain't the big the big thing that everybody think it is. But but here's the thing about that though, too though. Um like the only way for those songs to really start making money again now. Okay, all right. Well, so so let me back up a little bit. Yeah, it would have been worth more if he had gave it back to them, you know, twenty years ago. But they signed it away to start with. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? So they, so they, so they walked into that situation on their own for their own volition. You know what I'm saying? They walked into that. Now for whatever reason, and if he exploited it, can't speak towards that. But those those signs, those signatures are not digital. They're not fake. They did that. You know, so you got you gotta unfortunately deal with that. And again, Diddy ain't the first person to do that. Like he didn't make these contracts up. Somebody gave them to him and said, Yeah, this is how the business works. So that's what he did. You know, and I've even heard Styles come back and say now, like I just I just watched the interview maybe two months ago. He was saying, like, you know what? I was really stupid. We was really stupid because really the contract, he's like, it wasn't standard, it was actually better than most people's contracts. I just saw Styles say this. He said, it's just my understanding of money is different because it comes from street money understanding. So I'm thinking, well, if you make more, I should be making more. I don't understand that it's in the paperwork saying this is what you're going to get for the work you did. He didn't understand that. So that's all I got to say about that part. But like, other than that, like, yeah, like, you know, like the, the worth of the publishing isn't there unless they land some sinks. So hopefully they got some people that in a corner that will push some sync licensing for them. Because it's not like the record is going to get played more online. You know, like, did you go back and stream some bad boy shit since this happened? Hell no. Right. Damn, he said, hell no. Like, I don't fuck with bad boy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but that's what it is. Like, you know, I didn't go back and listen to anything. Like, I'm, I'm going to hear something sometimes, so, you know. But, you know, this didn't make me play more. You know, a motherfuckers playing more De La Soul since they got their shit back. I am. <laughs> I've been heavy on that De La since I knew since I knew they shit was legit. I was like, okay, yeah, I gotta rock my niggas. But like, I'm a big De La fan, so that's that's like, yeah, I'm I'm probably a way bigger De La fan than I'm a fan of anybody that was ever on Bad Boy. So, well, um, but De La might be the wrong example because again, like, they stuff wasn't even available to stream. So like, so right, again, right. that's why you're streaming it because it wasn't available. You know, but anybody. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think. There is somebody who um, music was out. We found out they didn't have the rights to it, so I just stopped listening to it. Listening to it, I can't remember who it was. And then uh, I think something occurred where they they were kind of like in the midst of trying to get it worked out. And I was like, all right, well, if they ever clear it, I, I'll listen to it. But until then, I don't I don't want to hear this shit. So um, yeah, I, I I stand with artists. Always always have always will. If you don't, uh, if your publishing situation fucked up, I mean, mind you. Um, as far as streaming goes, the payout for streaming is so minimal. Like it, unless you're streaming like hundreds of the millions or whatever, like it's not it's not that much money anyway. But um, what it does do though is it creates a uh, it creates a standard. And once it creates that standard, now there's kind of like you, a bad boy did this back in the day without the internet. They created a standard just like Def Jam did in the '80s into the '90s. Bad boy did it in the '90s into the 2000s. If you saw the bad boy stamp. It meant something. It meant this record. If nothing else, this record gonna make you dance. It's gonna be good music if you hear it, and it's got the bad boy stamp on it. If you see this, it means something. Okay, that was then. 2023. You're absolutely right. And I, I mean, the one person that spoke out about it the loudest that was a part of that whole thing is probably the last person that should have had something to say. But it's okay. I mean, and I, and I don't say that as a as a disrespect to him, but out of everybody else. Don't ain't nobody thinking of your name when they think of bad boy, son. Mark Curry, nobody's thinking of you. See, that, that's the wrong idea, though. The whole point is that he was a songwriter. I, I understand. I get that part. But, but I get saying, that part. So, so songwriters should make the most of a publisher. Right. I understand. 
But go so, fight your battle, dog, because you got you got a battle to fight. But that is but that is his battle. You know what I'm saying? So he will be yeah. he will be vocal. You know what I'm saying? Again, like their, their number one songwriter died. That's big. Yes. So he can't say nothing. You know what I'm saying? So so the rest Thanks. is the, Black Rob is dead. Craig Mack is dead. D Depp locked up. Sean you know Beck and Belize. <laughs> you know what I mean? So 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 who else are we gonna hear from but the people who are actually affected? You know what I mean? So like, you know, and everything he's yeah. saying is valid. Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not invalidating what he's saying at all. No, I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, disqualified it. This is like like to me, to me, he's the most qualified person to talk about it. Right. I'm you know? strictly speaking from a recognition standpoint. Like most most people who don't know who Mark Curry is are like, who the fuck is this guy? And I'm like, dog, yeah. no, you got like you gotta understand. It's like it's more. Than, he wasn't somebody that was in the forefront necessarily. He was on a couple of records that you might have heard that, you, but you don't remember him. But like, if you look at credits, you see his name in places. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so yeah, yeah. He, he's he's definitely. And, I, and Mark, I, don't don't get me wrong, bro. If you ever hear this, salute to you. I wasn't saying that you shouldn't say shit. Not saying that. Just saying right. that your voice has been the loudest one. But like people are looking at it and they be like, who the fuck is this guy? And, and because they know Diddy, it's who is this guy? Why is he attacking Diddy? And I'm like, right. y'all don't understand the business. That's why y'all feel that way. But I get what you're saying. You right. have no idea who he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm trying to, make, I'm trying to distinguish that. I'm like, yeah, he's the one person who probably got the most to gain if, if this shit come back on time. Him and Faith, yeah. Him and Faith both, yeah. They both got got a lot to a lot to gain out of that situation. Faith on Bad Boy. Faith was uh, Faith was a, wrote a lot of records for Bad Boy. Well, we don't know what she got though. You know what I'm saying? Again, like again, like mind you, if she's not on a bad boy artist, you know what I'm saying? Her, her contract is probably structured there. Oh yeah, true that, true that. Yeah, because it, it may have been it, if she was working for uh working for hire as a writer, then that's a little different than you having to. You know what I'm saying? It's a little oh, different. Man. Actually, she was a bad boy artist. She was on the bad boy records for her first two albums. Yeah, I just looked it up. You don't remember when they did. You don't even remember the photo shoot when they did her, Craig Mack, and Biggie did the photo shoot for Bad Boy? I remember it. That don't mean she was an artist, though. Her records say Bad Boy Records on her album. That's what it says, Bad Boy Records. <laughs> Picture don't mean shit. No, no, no. I'm talking about her her actual record. It says Bad Boy Records on her album. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I said, I'm not denying that. I said, I'm saying a picture doesn't mean shit. Like you said, you don't remember the picture. I'm like, the picture don't mean nothing yeah. to me. Because people thought Lil' Kim was on Bad Boy forever. That's they're idiots, but yeah, I feel you. They did because she was part of uh, she was with Biggs, part of Junior Mafia, all that shit. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, like I'm just saying, like you would have to show me that she was on Bad Boy. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no doubt. Okay. So, but even still, but after that though, like, okay, so even still after that, like, her, her shit gonna be structured different. Yeah, especially because she came in as a songwriter. Yeah, I feel that absolutely because she can't, and I know that was her really her jump off because I know she wrote for Mary and wrote for a lot of people early on. Before she actually got a chance to sing, sing, and I'm I'm glad he gave her a shot though. I love me some motherfucking faith, but I'm trying to tell you, <laughs> I love me some motherfucking faith. So yeah, all for her first three albums were on Bad Boy. Faith keeping the keep the faith and faithfully were all on Bad Boy um, up through 2001, and I think after that she went on the Capitol or somebody like that. But um, yeah, much love to Faith and Mark Curry. Y'all wrote some amazing fucking records, and I hope that everything shake out right for this and all the Bad Boy artists that got y'all publishing back. Um. Like he said, I hope y'all got great people in y'all corner that are gonna get that's gonna get y'all music in the right places for y'all to actually make some money off of it. Um, that would be super dope in my opinion. I would love that. Uh, <laughs> I always let us see the artist win, so I'm, I'm never gonna be mad at that shit. Um, and Diddy, you know what though? I'm, I will say this, and I, I, Diddy's been getting a bad shake in 
from people for, for a really, really long time, for a really, really long time. Some of it is deserved, in my opinion. But then there are parts of it that are simply parts of the business. You got to remember, you got to remember who taught him the business. You know what I'm saying? You got to remember the people that he came up under and what he learned from them. And then recognize, if you pay enough attention to that, you'll recognize that the way he ran his record label is very much like the way he was taught. You know what I'm saying? So I don't hold him at fault for doing what he know. I can only hold you at fault when you know it's wrong and you don't change it. You don't switch it up. You don't do better. You know what I'm saying? That Now, at that point, it's a different conversation. You know what I'm saying? But Well, and, and, and I was thinking about Mary J. My bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, Mary, yeah. Everybody thought Mary was with Bad Boy at first. That's what I'm saying. I, I was thinking Mary J. Yeah, hey, everybody thought she was. I did too until I until what's the four one one came out and I was like oh I looked at the record cover and I was, oh okay okay she's not on bad boy cool um <laughs> yeah did he did he even get an unfair shake with a lot of that with a lot of that over time just because people don't know the music business um what he does in his personal life is none of my business I can only speak to the music business part of it um a lot of what he's done is really standard you know what I'm saying and again. Now, this is, the, this is the tricky part right here that people don't get. You sign to the record label. They say, oh, you're going to the record label. You, you want to uh, sign this contract, da, 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 da. They say you need an attorney. So they, they they suggest one to you. Just so happens that attorney works for the record label. But you don't know that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't know that. Oh, you do know that, and you don't understand the problem with it. Right. You don't see the conflict of interest involved in that. Because you're thinking, oh, I'm getting ready to sign with them. I'm their artist. They're looking out for my best interest. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. Exactly. Mojo, you're right. <laughs> He's like, mm. <laughs> uh, so you do that, boom. Now you're paying this attorney his fee. You're going over here to this studio and they say, yeah, you got to re record your album over here. It's going to come out great. Now you're going over here, you're paying this money at this studio over here. But they own that studio too. So now the law your lawyer is their lawyer. Your manager was assigned to you by the record label. You didn't even choose your manager. You're recording in a studio owned by the record label. <laughs> <laughs> like none of this stuff is done in your best interest but because you don't know you fall into the trap and so and, and then you don't because you don't even know to ask the question you never get the answer see I can't blame a motherfucker for not having an answer to a question they didn't know to ask you know what I'm saying I can't blame you for that but what but you also can't fault a person for handing you something and saying if you go for it then you go for it and then you go for it <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I'm pretty sure Diddy thought somebody gonna be like Nah, that can, let's switch this up. Like, but if you didn't do that, who you blaming? Who you gonna blame? I, you can blame your attorney. You can blame your manager. You can blame whoever you want to blame. But at the end of the day, whatever I want to do, when I decided I wanted the podcast, you know what I did? I started studying other podcasts, information about podcasting, information about where to stream, because I need to know. Whatever you gonna do, you need to know. The only problem with the hip hop, with hip hop culture and the rap business, rap music business is, is so many young people coming from situations where they haven't learned these things. They haven't learned these things because they haven't had a reason to feel like they needed to ask those questions. Some of them have been so caught up just trying to stay alive to get to this point. Well, they don't even know. They just don't know. Like you said, they don't know they need to ask it. Exactly. I don't know they need to ask like they don't know like this is not an industry that you wake up they, you don't go to school like elementary school knowing what you need to do when you got a record deal on the table you know what i'm saying facts
So when I went to when I went to, when I went to school, I made it very well known that the music industry was my goal, and they didn't even have internships based upon the music. I was the first person at ANT to have a fucking music, a record label internship. Oh shit! I was the first person. You know what I'm saying? Like like they didn't even know how to grade the shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's what wow. Atlanta the records. They didn't even know. They was like, well, we don't know the you know. They're like, well, what are you learning every day? I'm like, it ain't shit to learn. Like these motherfuckers, like, so even to the point where these internships weren't even scholastically inclined, you know, coming from Atlanta. They called it interns because again, like, you know. A business intern can be very different from a scholastic intern. You know what I'm saying? So, so Atlantic hadn't set it up to where it's like, okay, you got to do this, 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 and this to get certain grades. They didn't have that system. What they had was a system saying, okay, well, if you can follow these directions, eventually you can come work for us. You know what I'm saying? So they didn't know how to, how to, Combine that with my school who had never had a music record label internship program. They didn't even know. Man, that's dope, man. I and I I'm pretty sure that it was um I'd like to talk to you more about that. I know we've talked I've talked about it like like just in passing a couple of times, but I really want to dig into that more with you and find out what that was like how that how that went down. Like because I, I my relationship with record labels uh pretty much runs the gambit of uh submit demo maybe have a meeting with an a or somebody da, 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 boom, boom, boom. i've signed with a couple of indie record labels well, other than that that's basically the basis of my relationship with, with major record labels um so since you had an opportunity to do the internship and kind of get a little uh, kind of get a peek behind the curtain so to speak you know what I'm saying? i def definitely on a future on a future app i would love to d dig deeper into that and i think i may have a topic that will allow us to do that so i'll, I'll put it in the chat a little later so i can check it out Got some funny shit to say, boy. God damn. Who? I said I got some funny shit to say. Oh, about Please. that? Oh, oh, no doubt. <laughs> Matter of fact, we can put that on the docket for next week. Absolutely, absolutely. I do want to. Um, there there was something that you put in here that I didn't want to that I that I didn't want to talk about because it kind of broke my heart when I saw it. And I remember the first time I saw it online, and I was like, "Fuck, I hope that's not true." And then you put it on your list, and I was like, "Oh, fuck." Um. Talking about uh Nasir, Nasir Jones, nasty Nas, Nas Escobar. Uh he has wiped his IG. The only thing that was left was uh promoting what he was calling the finale. Um there's speculation about is if it's if it's the finale of the Hit Boy series, if it's the you know, King's Disease or Magic series, if it's the finale, period. Um finale you know finale of an era what like finale of what you know what i'm saying so like as a not as a diehard Nas fan like i'm kind of like man thank you for everything you gave us and i kind of can could, could be okay with you you know riding off into the sunset at this point you've given us plenty in the last 29 years but the other part of me is like but i'm saying bro you've been on a fucking roll lately like give me more what are you doing <laughs> um i don't know man like Actually, retiring from rapping is something that we the only the only person we've seen successfully retire from rapping is Joe. Like literally, say I'm retiring and then don't rap no more. 
<laughs> He's the only person I've seen do it. Every other person I've seen retire has wrapped again. Every single one of them has wrapped again. Um, and that's not to say that he won't, because a part of me feels like he's going to do it. I feel like he's going to do it. But as far as Nas is concerned, um, I don't feel like I'm torn. Like I said, I'm torn because I feel like people can't be upset if he does walk away, especially if he gives us one more banger and leaves on a high note. We can't be mad. 29, 30 years of, of some of the most high-tier lyricism we've ever heard. You know, some of the beat selection may have been questionable, but not as bad as people make it out to be. Um, when I would go back and revisit his music, I don't agree with the sentiment that, oh, Nas picks bad beats. No, he just don't pick the beat you want to hear. Like, these beats aren't whack. They just ain't, they just ain't club bangers. Like, you want to hear it. Like, he, made, he, put, he, made, he picked the beat for the fucking song he was writing. That's what that is. Like, it ain't a matter of let me go find the best beat, then find a song to go with it. Nah, just play the beat. Oh, I got that made me think of this. Let me do this. Yeah, that's dope. Let's let's lay it down. All I'll say is if it's the end of the road, bro, thank you. You absolutely positively redefine what I expect from a quote unquote commercial mainstream MC. You <laughs> redefine that for me. So thank you. Um but the selfish fan in me hope this ain't the end of the line. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, any thoughts, feelings about the potential uh, closing of the Nas chapter of hip hop? I don't think that's what it is. I think you're over-speculating. I, I, I think it's just Magic 3. Yeah, that, I think that's, I, yeah, I, I thought that was a possibility too. I was like, it got to be the close of something. That's all I think it is. I just think it's Magic 3. Because again, like, you know, like, like right before that finale came out, we saw that, you know what I'm saying? We saw Post saying like, oh yeah, he's uh he's working with new producers. He's working with different producers for for some other shit. You know what I'm saying? So, I think it's just Magic Three, the finale. Mm. I hope but, it's, I, I hope it's better than two. I hope it's better than two. And two and two has grown on me in time, but um, it's still not as good as the first one. So, yeah, that's man. Hey Mojo, I never really asked you this question. Are you like, are you a Nas fan at all? Um, if I if if I compare it to if I if you were to say like, are you a Kanye fan? I would say like, in comparison to that, I would say no. But yeah, I've been a fan of Nas. Like I, I have certain songs that I like to listen to. I really like the Untitled album. Um, but. The recent stuff I haven't really listened to, but um, it, it I understand and respect his position in hip hop and what he's done, and so you know I share the same sentiments. Like you know we can't we can't lose a, a good one, you know. Um, so that's that's pretty much where I stand on it. So you haven't heard the album Magic? Nope. I challenge you to listen to it. You tripping? Challenge. What, what, I what challenge else, you to listen to it. What else have you not heard? Like out of this past five albums, you ain't heard none of the King's Disease shit. Uh, I think I hold on. Let me let me pull up his his discography because I think I listened to a portion of King's Disease uh, two. I listened to Nasir for sure. No, 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 no. Oh, that was a bad idea. No, no, no. Like I said, his last five album run that that, that is Nasir. Oh, I'm, think, I'm thinking in the terms of years five years um no i have not listened to anything within the past the, the last five ones oh you fucking up respectfully no i listened to i listened to some of king's disease too 
I say go in order, man. I say go in order. Okay. Yeah. But definitely. Like go in order. Yeah. Go, you know, what is it? One, two, magic, three, magic two. Three. Yeah. One, two, magic, then three, then magic two. Okay. And the main reason why, and then it's not even at this juncture, it's not even a matter of trying to sway you in any way. I feel like you missed something instrumental in what's been occurring in hip hop in the last five years by not listening to those projects. Because mainly because, and I say that mainly because we're older than most of our contemporaries, all three of us, even though we're older than you, like it's it's still we're all the all the three of us are older than many of our contemporaries. What Nas is doing right now. And uh, to a degree, what Jay has been doing somewhat with some of the features he's been doing and stuff, and even the shit he did with Jay Electronica, they're showing us how to grow older in this and still be effective. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of people that don't know how to get older in hip-hop. They still want to do the same shit they did when we was 20, mm -hmm. but now they're 40. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, bro, no, you, your mentality should be different. The way you deliver it should be different. Your, your insight into this particular topic should be different. So even if you talked about it when you was 20, if you talk about it at 40 and you still saying the same shit, what did you just do with the last 20 years of your life? Like, what the fuck happened? So, um, yeah, I, I think, I also think that listening to uh, specifically, um, I mean, yeah, I listen to all five of them. I specifically revisit Magic, the first Magic, on a regular basis because if you listen to the first Magic and then listen to some of the more recent music that I've released, and it, it, a lot of it I put out before Magic came out, but we're on the same type of time with, with where we're going, with what we're doing. So, like, um, it's not the same because we're different people, but just the, the mentality behind it is the same. So, yeah, definitely revisit that. Nas, I um, I can't say thank you enough, man. Nas, Rakim, Jay-Z, Big Daddy Kane, Cool G Rap. I, I, the list is too long. I'm not going to do that. But, like, y'all are the reason why I am who I am as an MC to a, to a large degree. Um, Chuck D got a lot to do with that, too. Two box score. Um, <laughs> man, I love this rap shit, dog. I love this rap shit. So, um oh there was something i wanted to mention to people before we get out of here uh where to go 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 oh that was it okay yeah yeah so um in case i didn't know i know we talked about it plenty of times mojo mojo presently has a project out called surface tension uh with, with ready run beats uh our other brother from soul uh for takeover music collector soul the interrogators albums old head is out now um we all are featured on that on the last record and our other brother double xl is dropping his debut solo with takeover um overweight and underpaid on monday 9 11. the video what's broke is out right now on packer the plugs channel packer thank you so much for everything you do for independent hip-hop um thank you y'all check out double xl overweight and underpaid i think you will enjoy the project mojo produced the lion's share of it um double xl is a very talented guy talented guy and i'm very i'm very glad to be in a collective with these cats because they're very talented people and um maybe 2024 y'all get caught in doing too we'll see we'll see <laughs> we'll see we'll see um yeah that's it man i don't really got nothing y'all got anything else i want to bring to the table before we get out of here i know we got a meeting we got to get to here shortly so <laughs> fucking meetings i love me gotta love meetings gotta love them. i hate meetings because meetings usually lead to more meetings but whatever um all right, there's nothing to add to that. Thank you so much, uh, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, people on Rumble, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Podvine, every fucking way, wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching from. Um, pretty soon, we will be returning to YouTube as well. Um, just some things I need to work out over there. But yeah, 
we'll be returning to YouTube also. So thank y'all for tuning in on behalf of Eda Mad Assassin, aka Bare Hands, Mojo Barnes, Mr. Glizzy himself. <laughs> I am Seven the Panther. We'll catch y'all next time, y'all. Panther Politics Podcast. Salute Pretty Kings. Echo Limitless. One. <laughs> <This nigga. laughs> oh my God. <laughs>